<laughs> that's the only way I got on Motorola back in the day. <laughs> if I wadded it up, like, I got uh, R1 on Nitro isn't enough for you, then you're doing something wrong. There's yeah. no question Tomass should have went to the hospital immediately. The car burst into flames, dude. What the frick were you thinking that you are going to do? Then he comes back and just, like, destroys the hill. Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Rutted Racing. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Faldi, and media mogul, Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, boys, we are back for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. On this week's episode, we have the rooster, Anthony D. Hart, and Logan, the Mead Steed. As always, Nitro and Mud Show is brought to you by Rutted Racing, JS5 Extensions, Team Peterson, Laced Belt Company, and Mueller Motorsports. All right, boys, how you guys doing? Woohoo! So good, my dog. Uh, we got something we're just going to do right away here. All right, Happy what we got? Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Colby and Cowboy. Happy <laughs> birthday, Colby and Cowboy. And then, you know, I can't do it. I'm sorry, guys. I tried. I, 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 I can't sing. I'm not a singer. We got two birthdays here on the Nitro and Mud Show. Two yeah. birthdays. Hell hey, yeah. Thanks, buddy. How old are you, Colby? I'm pretty sure I'm 37. I haven't checked my records, but I'm pretty sure it's 37. <laughs> pretty sure? Don't check. Yeah, don't, don't confirm sure. that. Don't well, confirm I, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I just became eligible for the senior class, so. <laughs> let's uh, go, Nats. Let's that's, do it. That's pretty uh, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, buddy. I, you uh, know what? I grabbed an extra beer on my way down to the shop here. We're going to have a good old birthday bash tonight. I got nothing but heavies, no light beer. It's going to be a good night. Good. Well, I got to tell you, after being at your place last week, weekend, or this weekend, you are modest as hell. Dude. <laughs> Dude, your place is so badass. I can't even believe it. Colby, I, we just kind of do everything ourselves. It doesn't cost anything. It just takes forever. That's yeah, what happens. That's, well, how, that's, how, that's how it goes. I was impressed, man. I was oh, impressed. Thanks. You got a sweet setup. Oh, thanks, man. It, yeah. I tell you what, just such a fun group of people we had for the Supercross. Is, yeah, uh, it was fun. No, no ice fishing tournament this year, so we wanted to have something just to kind of get some of the local people together. I, I'm in a couple of group messages. I put it out for Team AA and uh, Fantasy Fools that we're involved in, and Man, we had some people show up. It was just fun. The flipping supercross racing. Oh my god! I don't that know. Was, that was a wild night of racing, man. Holy you guys cow. have to fill me in. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I was Cowboy. too busy. I, too busy I, eating it, sushi. So, but raw, raw well, fish hey, took precedent over supercross. So that, that's a win too. But I don't know, Colby. Are you a fan of the triple crown? Um, I mean, I guess it's grown on me just a little bit, but. You get three hard races, I guess, in one night. So I, I guess know. I'm sold. I'm, you know, I'm becoming a believer in it. At first, it was kind of weird, and wasn't sure about it. But I mean, especially after last night, with yeah. the way that Anderson and Tomac were battling, and you yes. got to see it three times. Yeah, is pretty cool. 
I, I mean, I, I did not like that format when they started it. I thought, why mess with something that's so awesome, you know? Yeah. But, but man, you know, watching it when one guy rips all three hole shots, not as fun. But like you said, watching two flipping men battle, that's epic. I yeah. mean, <laughs> Anderson and Tomac, they're men. I mean, they're yeah. boys racing, they're men. I mean, that was, that was damn fun to watch. And I mean, yeah. it's just infectious when it comes down to the last race, you know, I mean, so many of those triple crowns, they're not down to the last race. They're, you know, Tomac rips the first two hole shots. He rips the third hole shot. Yep. You're just talking to people. You're not even watching the race, you know, yep. that wasn't the case on, on Saturday. Yeah. So. I tell you what, I remember an interview, I don't know, a few weeks ago where they asked, they were asking riders about where they see themselves or whatever. And Roxon was saying that him and Tomac are like the new, Carmichael and Stewart or something like that and I'm yeah. thinking I don't I don't see that it's no Anderson and Tomac are the new student well yeah no yeah. exactly yeah no, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. well as uh, they say in pulp is it stewable I mean that's he's kind of one of one there'll never be another James Stewart that no was, absolutely was, not but in comparison to what that. we have now yeah Right. It's just uh, the more you know, I'm late to being a Supercross fan, probably like maybe five, seven years ago, I kind of started getting more and more into it. And every year it just gets better and better and better. And it just it bothers me that it's not more popular because it is just the most ultimate form of racing. And once you get involved in how hard they work and how hard they train and what's at stake, every yeah. corner, every jump, every gate drop and take the whole world and what how many slots is there in that gate you know 22 for the triple crown or whatever i mean that yep. is not many people that it gets funneled down to it's just awesome you know yep. but i'm sorry i could go on all night but we better talk yeah. our fantasy boys yeah let's get we, into fantasy we i mean god dang it uh and our leading our group for the year we got to get big thunder on here we i mean we got to get some pro picks from big thunder still yeah. leading the group today he is 279th over the whole rocky mountain fantasy challenge that is unbelievable he's leading our wow. group he's yeah, leading every other group that he's in i'm sure and yeah. then uh he he had a good week last week logan mead our one of our guests tonight he's in second place and he's 643rd out of i gotta find out i don't it's thousands and thousands of people i i think it's like thirty thousand people that play i'm not yeah. sure it's a yeah. lot I, it's, I it's, it's a lot, lot of people and then third place is Howie five eight five Zach How I think that's correct pronunciation. He moved up in third. He had a really big week, and um, man, it's just really fun to watch how it's been mixing up. But man, Big Thunder's kind of got a stranglehold on first place right now. We uh, he's four hundred thirty four points, and Logan Meaden's four nineteen, and Zach's four hundred one. So I mean, one big week by anybody it could happen. A notable fourth place, climb five five. Dave Perigo, he's right there in the top five, too. So it's fun watching Woo. people come through here. But uh, Hell yeah. for our week, uh, Colbs, you got, a, you got a coin on you by chance? Right here. This is the first for us here at the Nitro Mud Group. We have high score ever for our group, 107 points. Whoa. We have two, two, yeah, two people, Triple Threat 902 and Two Stroke B have tied for our prize pack. Um, Colby, Cowboy, what do you think? Is heads triple threat or is heads two stroke? Heads for triple threat. All right. Colby, could you flip a coin right. for us? Here we go. Tails it is. 
Two-stroke B, congratulations. <laughs> you are the winner of a prize pack. We're going to make it a little extra sweet this week because you tied and had to win the tie to get it. You uh, you give me your name and address. I'm going to send you out a laced hat, a laced belt, and some American Hill Climb can koozies. Uh, you got a real nice prize coming for you. Um, triple threat, 902. Congratulations on 107 points. Man, what a awesome week but we got some other stuff for the weekly we got to go down to four here third place with 90 points is nate r88 our yep. very own nate redmond but here's yeah, the nate. catch <laughs> fourth place with 89 points is yamaha 1965 would you happen to know who that is Robert? Well, that sounds like that could be Rob Redman. That's Rob Redman. <laughs> Nate, Nate got him by one point. Awesome job, Nate. That is, I mean, if that's not a few really good, fun phone calls or texts to your dad when you get him by one point in the week, that is awesome. So great racing, that's you awesome. guys. Two-stroke P, B, please send me your info. I got an awesome prize pack for you from the guys at Nitro and Mud. And uh, congrats, 107 points. That is amazing. There's 133 total for the week. But, man, it just, just keeps getting better. We actually had multiple people sign up last week and have their first race. Some of them are almost beating Logan Sapala, and they just well, signed up. I mean, That's not hard to do. <laughs> yeah, and pretty soon you're going to be beating that dang hill climb Jesus guy that's on there because he's falling like a damn rock. So we got to find out who the hell he'll climb Jesus is. Just, Jesus. It's a completely classless Tom. That's who it is. I can already, I can vote for that. So, but, uh, man, it's been so fun. All you got to do is so, go on the Rocky mountain website for their fantasy, go in the groups, the nitro and mud group, our passwords, hill climb. We give a weekly prize every week. We're going to throw you some shout outs, get your name involved in there. Let me hear how you're doing. Let me see. Let me know what you're thinking. But, uh, how man, many thanks. people are in there now, Joel? There's, I think, almost 140 in there now. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, it, it keeps growing. We, uh, there's a guy that signed up, I think, today. Um, let's see here. Because he has no points, and I didn't see him before. Uh, Grayson Larson, Grace275. He, I think he might have just signed up today. So pretty cool. People are still there figuring it out, and uh, it just keeps growing. And it's so It doesn't cost nothing. And through Rocky Mountain, there's huge prizes. I mean, big-time prizes. I, a lot of people playing, but hey, it doesn't cost nothing, and it's really fun. I mean, my wife and I battle. Shout out to my wife. She had 80 points last week and smoked me. I mean, wow. little, she's a little black smoke on there, and man, she just got me. She's putting me way down. So Damn, it's, Joel. Uh, yeah, it's a, we're just having a lot of fun. So <laughs> Yeah, and congrats to Dirty Steve for winning your uh, little lottery. Yeah. yeah, and Dino was second. That's pretty awesome. But yeah. Two guys that would have argued about anybody else winning one, so that worked out good for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that That's fun. good. That was, All right. that was fun. Well, let's, uh, let's roll into our first guest here for the uh, Team Peterson guest spot number one. Joel, bring him in, buddy. All right. Race fans, next up. This dude's name makes me think of professional wrestling. I, I, don't, I don't know why. This dude builds trucks that win wars. He's home at Wolverine Country, but fighting Irish through and through. A mohawk under the helmet or over it? It's a lifestyle, not a haircut. A former AMA Pro Rookie of the Year. 
an unlimited AMA champion, multi-time AMA amateur champion, the number 75, Anthony DeHart. Yeah. What's up, Anthony? Hey, what's going on? Dude, I'm sorry, but something about your name, I just think you sound like a professional wrestler. I mean, Anthony DeHart, I'm ready for you to put, like, the heart style on me, like, choke me out. Or, I don't know. It, it just sounds like a professional wrestler to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I never never did no wrestling, but. Okay. Well, well I don't know. I think you'd be a good not, professional not, wrestler. Not in a, in a civilized way. A sanctioned yeah. event. Yeah. Well, if you're from Wisconsin, if you're from Wisconsin and uh, it sounds like you're a professional wrestler, that's a big compliment because re- wrestling's pretty huge up here. <laughs> I think it was the uh, heartbreaker that uh, the guy that that I'm thinking of, the professional wrestler, that was his finishing move was the heartbreaker. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bret Hart. Oh, yeah, yep. Bret Hart. Bret you know Hart. it. You know it. You know it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was so, just telling the boys I have a Bret Hart action figure. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony, digging a little dirt up on you. But, dude, you build Humvees? Yeah, I've worked at uh, AM General for 21 years. Um, wow. I paint them. That's what I do there. Okay. So. Okay. Cool. Wow. I mean, talk about a vehicle that's changed the landscape of the planet. I mean... Man, that, that vehicle goes everywhere in the world, and how proud it must be to build a vehicle that's fighting wars and keeping people alive. I mean, that's just awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good job, and I enjoy it most of the time, you know. So, And I like painting. Um, I've done every paint job in there, you know. But back when we were building the commercial h1s that was probably my funnest job there painting painting those and then probably second favorite would be putting the camel patterns on them but oh yeah sure one one of my pastimes i love i'm a hunter and we're into predator hunting coyotes and stuff like that and i love to paint ars like snow camo and just try to be a little bit original with them because it's just it's so fun to just paint and be creative you know yeah and it's you know when we paint them hummers whether it be a three color or four color camo you know there's no stencils or nothing it's we got three or four different colors there and we we put it on the truck that's that's cool you're probably watching cnn you're like son of a bitch i remember that that was uh wednesday i painted that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, that's cool. That's, that is so cool. I, doing some more digging on you, and I heard you're an ice fishing guy. I love to go ice fishing. So what species are you targeting where you're at? Normally, panfish, bluegill, okay. crappie. Yep. Um, yep. The edibles. <laughs> the edibles. <laughs> there, there's some good, uh, good uh, pike around, too, and stuff. But Okay, all right. So you're in Michigan, correct? Yes. So I'm in Wisconsin, and ice fishing's huge here. I, I don't do it near enough, but I love it. But is tip-up fishing a big thing around you guys or no? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do that around here, mainly for, Man, just, for pike. Is, yep, yep. So. 
Now, I see, tell you what, I'm a big fisherman, but <laughs> I can't, I can't ice fish. I hate it. I don't know. Cole, well, you I, live I, in the, you live in the wrong state for as much as you hate the cold. <laughs> I know. I just, well, I just don't get into ice fishing. I mean, I snowboard. I love the, I don't, yeah, I don't like the cold. I will say that. I don't mind snow, <laughs> but ice fishing just doesn't do it for me for some reason. I don't know what it is. Col- Colby, I'm not, I'm not a professional ice fisherman, but I'm going to tell you right now how to practice ice fishing. Here's what you do. You go to the liquor store, you buy a bottle of whiskey, you go home, you, you put a chair, you set it in your closet, you close the door, and you start drinking whiskey. That's basically ice fishing. That's how you, that's how you practice for it. Well, believe me, I've, I've been a handful of times. It just doesn't do it for me. I know what it's about. I know it's about, it's just a drinking excuse to go drinking on the Exactly. But the fun part about tip up fishing is, is you can F with people. And that's all I care about. And you you sit in the ice house and then the windows start getting a little frosty. And then you take a drink and up flag down. And then everybody jumps up and they get down. No, you son of a, it's so fun just to constantly mess with people. Or you take and throw a snowball and set a flag off on you buddy's tip up and he goes out there and you laugh and that's what it's about it's not about fishing it's about everything other than fishing that's kind of how it works, yeah you know? okay okay any any yeah. similarities there anthony does any of that ring a bell to you oh yeah Oh yeah, <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> you, you don't play that joke on your dad, do you? No, he he can't run no more. <laughs> I put him in a chair and let him sit there and fish. Okay, nice. But I mean, all sincerity, like the best part about ice fishing is cold water fish. You cannot beat it. Oh, they're the best. I, they're the best tasting. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Yeah, Once yeah. you've had it, there's nothing else like it. It's just amazing. Something about that cold water and how lethargic they are. I mean, it just, the fish is, you give me some sunfish and a real thin batter for pan fried, look out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we don't get enough ice around here to do any ice fishing. You need to move. No, I like my climate here. Yeah, sick bread, cowboy. Sick bread. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had some really good ice this year, though. Better in previous years, so. Good. I uh, just don't trust it. I trust ice as much as I trust parachutes. <laughs> nope. Uh, do you get out, do you do any ice racing, Anthony? I've never done it. I would like to go do it. Um, I got... Somebody might get me into maybe trying uh, some flat tracks here in the next year okay. or so. So I might, good. I might so go fun. try that. Did you go go try that. It's a good sport to get into. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've I'm, never done it, and I'd like to do it. So, See Our buddy Dean got me out one time on his YZ250 with studded tires, and I didn't know what to expect. And I was just like, oh, just riding on flat ground. How fun can that be? I don't know. Whatever. And then I just didn't know if you could trust the studs and everything. Dude, I tell you what. That was one of the funnest days of my life. That's crazy. It yeah, was you have more traction so on the fun. ice than on the dirt. Yeah, exactly. It was so much traction. Once I got the you know comfortable enough to start hanging it out, boy, that's that fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It- oh. I just, that traction is so different on ice than anything else. I mean, it just, 
I couldn't get used to it. I tried it a little bit, and man, it's just, uh, it just nothing hurts worse than when you hit that damn ice. There's just no <laughs> give whatsoever. Yeah, it's just I, the yeah. worst. Yeah, luckily I never fell, so <laughs> I I can't relate. But it's fun, man. All right. Once you once you learn to trust the spikes, it's all in. Well, I think before we get a, a too in depth, Anthony, you got some uh, big news on some new purchases and. You're bringing back the old multi-rider team format here. Yeah. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Um, this year we're going to get a couple more riders um, and more bikes. Um, uh, We bought Giacomo Baldina's Nitro 675. So now we'll have three, nice. three CBRs and... The ZX, so we'll have four four nitro bikes this year. Um, wow! Wow! Nice! Wow, that's awesome. So I'll ride. I'm gonna ride one of the Hondas. Um, Adam Holmes is gonna ride a Honda, and Brian Rusnick is gonna ride a Honda. Cool. And nice. Nick Mosco is gonna ride the ZX. Okay. Wow. And you got a full cool. team. Yep, and then <laughs> getting getting a 450 put together, and I got a twins bike I'm getting put together, and I got bikes awesome. all, all over the country right now. I'm going to make several trips <laughs> to go get them all, so. Sweet. You never have and, too many bikes. No. And, yeah. and guess what, boys? Our one sponsor has two of his bikes in, in his shop right now. Awesome. Uh-oh. That's great. So he's getting some, some Mueller horsepower put Ooh. in them bikes. Oh, oh man. boy. Uh, whatever he does, it's going to be your favorite bikes to get back. That dude yeah. builds champions. Oh, my God. Yep. He's so D-Hart Racing coming out with some horsepower. He's working awesome. He's working on my 450 and the Harley we got for the Twins class. So Sweet. Oh, awesome. cool. Oh, that's great. What Harley are you running in the Twins class? Hmm. I don't even... <laughs> I believe it's a fifteen something. We bought it. We bought it off Mike Bronk. Um, oh, nice. Okay. He had it sitting there. We need the motor, and he didn't want to sell just the motor, so we bought the whole bike and uh, getting that put together and see what happens. I don't. I don't know. You know, I've never never rode a Harley, so I don't know what to expect. You know, it's all. All new to me on that end, um, but yeah. it'll be fun. We'll see what happens with it, you know. Well, I'm gonna tell you something you already know. And after the bike set you ride with the nitro, everything's pretty slow. Yeah, compared to what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're uh, you're not gonna be intimidated by that Harley. I can guarantee you that. But man, yeah. the thing about those Harleys is they just put power to the ground, and they just don't stop accelerating. That's the that's the thing about them is just figuring out the setup so you can just let them keep going and going. Like you watch Josh Mueller and he just got faster and faster and faster and faster as the year went. Cause you could just see they were getting that thing just more and more lined out as the year went, you know? Yep. So yep. we'll see what happens. You know, I think it's going to be fun. I'm ready to get back racing and not getting any younger. So got to do it now. Hell yeah. We, yeah. We were talking before we recorded and, you know, I tell this to a lot of people, but, you know, 
at some point, it's not your decision if you want to go racing anymore. While it's your decision, always say yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and even, even when I, you know, I've been away for a while, I uh, kind of retired for a while. My kids were into racing and horses and this and that. And it got to the point, you know, it's like, well, if I'm going to go ride these things, I need to go do it for another couple right. years. and. Have fun with it. See all the friends that I haven't seen in a long time, and right. See what happens. Just have try to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I had to take a break myself for a while just because life got in the way, and I had to make some priorities and leave it for a little bit. But isn't it kind of just crazy? Like when you're not racing, like your mind never leaves it. Like I was just always thinking about racing and how I could get back, when I could get back, what I was going to do. And I, for me, I, I had a hard time even going to the races. Like I couldn't go if I wasn't involved because it just, it killed me. Like I, I wanted to be doing it. Was it hard for you to go to races or be around it when you weren't racing? Yeah. Um, you know, you get there and you watch everybody go up the hill and you're like, I could did that, you know, it's, <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing with me. I'm fighting, you know, it's not all the competitors that I'm really racing the, anymore. It's I'm racing myself. Yeah. It, yeah. I got to get myself. I know I can, I can run with anybody when I got the right frame of mind, but it's, yes. I'm getting older and it's getting harder. So. That's yeah. that's the big thing for me this year is if I can put some runs down that I'm happy with, I'll be yeah. good. I'll be good with it. Oh, for sure. Because I'm I'm, is, I'm my biggest critic, you know. I, you know, <laughs> always I have been. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just getting back into it, and and it just knowing like it was hard for me. Like when I wasn't there, I always thought it seemed so simple. And then you get back and you kind of get smacked in the face and realize that it's not that simple, but you don't lose it all. You know, some things come back pretty quick, but you got to work for others. Yep. You know? And the fun part is, is like, even if you do bad, it's almost like when you get to a level, it's hard to go farther. But when you quit for a while and come back, it's really fun making that climb again. Cause you know what your potential is. You just got to get back to it, you know? Right. But then the problem is, is when you were gone, Everybody else was still ascending. <laughs> so now you gotta play you gotta play a little catch up, you know. But that's the fun part. That's the fun part about racing is just seeing what you can do, you know. Oh, the problem is Anthony, everybody got younger. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> everybody we race against twenty years ago is gone except Phil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. We're not we're not sure if Phil Phil's actually human either. No, he's not <laughs> started that out yet. Yeah, he's no, not. He's not. Yeah. Keep waiting for him to hit something and little metal tears out of his cheek or something. Find out he's a cyborg. Yeah. Terminator. <laughs> Terminator, the Philinator. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I know we'll we'll double back to getting into your actual uh championships and stuff, but along with winning the 2007 uh, limited class championship, you made a name for yourself there and obviously with running the mohawk and being the rooster where did that all come about i mean how did that transpire into becoming the rooster i mean that was like you're a definite crowd favorite there for a while um well the rooster started 
when I first started riding, um, uh, my dad's buddy let us borrow a little mini three horsepower mini bike or whatever for me to start learning how to ride and came back in the house after like five, 10 minutes and told dad it's dead. I killed it. <laughs> I, I broke the front end off, pushed it into the motor and you know, it just then went on and riding with my dad and his friends. They always used to roost me all the time. So then I got, uh, I bought the next bike. I showed pigs and cows at the fair and stuff. And I, Saved my money. My dad let me buy a bike. My next bike was a 74 YZ80. And okay. I rode the shit out of that thing. Uh, I even won a district championship in hair scrambles on that twin shock YZ80 wow. in 93. Nice. <laughs> um, wow. But every wow. time I rode it, dad had to weld it. So then one, <laughs> one, one day, uh, dad said, well, we're going to go look at this farm. And, uh, we're thinking about buying it and we're on our way there and I said, dad, it's been an awful long ride. And he said, well, we're almost there. And we pull in, I said, dad, this ain't no farm. We pulled back around the back of the house and there was a CR 80 sitting there on a crate. And we brought that, oh. we brought that home and it wasn't 10 minutes later, we were going to the hospital. <laughs> it, it got away from me and but the, one, once i had that bike once i had that bike uh all my dad my dad and his friends they used to roost on me i'd find the biggest mud holes i could and i'd park in it and wait on them hold the front brake and hold it wide open, you know, and they just started calling me the rooster after that. And oh, that's awesome. That's been where, that's where the rooster came from. Uh, I had so many okay. ideas. I thought maybe there was, you guys traveled with a rooster in the truck or I didn't know. No. I didn't know what was going to come out of that. I like, I like that story a lot. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I assume Jamie Deere gave that to you, but that's cool that it came prior to childhood days. And you know, I would like to have a mohawk now, but it's getting pretty thin up there. <laughs> I hear you, bud. I, I can donate some to you there, Anthony. I got plenty yet. Yeah, we all wish we had your hair, cowboy. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. You're, you're, you're still going to have it on the helmet, though, right? Oh, forever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. You can't let that die. Awesome. <laughs> so, Anthony, what do you think about the twins class? I mean, what did you think about the move? Obviously, ever, you guys are heavy in a nitro bike, so it sucks for you guys. But I mean, what are your thoughts about the class? Yeah, when it when it first happened, you know, we had several bikes, you know, and then we had to put them all into one, and one really wasn't real happy with it, but. Now watching the class and stuff and seeing what's going on in it, it's it's a pretty cool class, I think. Um, and I'm excited for you to, to race in it because it it's a fun class to ride in, and it, it what I think my favorite part about it is is it really highlights your nitro bikes. It, it shows everybody just how special they are, and when you're at the race, nobody cares about the 450s. I get it; that's fine. They run the twins bikes and then the premier class 
it's turbo bikes, it's nitro bikes. It's, I mean, it's awesome. I love the, that, that's my favorite part of it. Yeah. Wow. It really, it really shows the difference, but. Right. Yeah. You know, but there's people on them gassers going just as fast too. Yeah. Uncertain, yeah. you know, it's on certain right. hills. It's, they, sure. They've come a long way with them bikes right. and. So, well, that's we'll, we'll, see, like, we'll see where I fit in on that. I mean, it's right now. It's just we just got it, and we're going to try it and see what happens. You know, if it, and I, I'm not too sure how it'll work, but it's going to be fun. If I don't like it, then we'll build something different in the future. You know, so. the Kirk will definitely know the potential of that motor. And the cool thing about Kirk is, you know, just like any other really good mechanic, you know who he talks to? Other flipping unbelievable mechanics. And when it comes to Harleys, like in Wisconsin, West Bend, it used to be West Bend Harley, uh, Louie and Junior, they, they were the, the go-tos for a lot of those motors, and they still flat track today. And that's where Kirk, he, he knows those guys so well. And those darn Harleys, it's the dumbest things that make ginormous differences. I mean, I've heard stories where people switch headers, just a little bit of design or a little bit of length, and they're getting like, you know, 15 or 20% more production out of the motor. And that's what Kirk, he brings to the tables. There's not a lot of secrets for him anymore. And he knows what potential motors have. And buying it from Mike, another great guy to buy a bike from. Because he probably mm -hmm. put way too much work into it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if it came from Mike Bronk, it's gonna be a a solid running machine already. Yeah, and I'm functional. I'm excited for you, Anthony. I hope you're. I think you're really gonna like that class, and it's it's kind of fun just to go get on that big loud twin and rip. You know. Yeah, I'm excited for that. You know, and the and then the 450. It's I'm an old fat guy, so. <laughs> another run up the hill you know yeah, and, yeah. it's good practice run yeah 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 well i mean don't let that i mean like joel does decent in the 450 yeah, class and he's yeah. right there with you an old fat guy <laughs> yep <laughs> well uh what was seven springs what year was that 2019 i podiumed in the 4450 class so that wasn't that long ago so yeah i mean it's it's you just got to get the fun thing about the 450 classes there's no mystery you got to get every damn ounce of that bike you can out if you leave anything you're in 10th place yeah if you can lay if you yeah. can use every square inch of that bike you're gonna do just great phil just won you know uh, uh white rose it was a last year and i mean yeah. that, that bike's not brand new you know it's like you just got to get everything out of them and nail that setup and uh, it's just fun and it's what do you got to lose? You know. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're there. You might as well run all three of them. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Get your money's worth out of it. Yep. 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 Well, let's get back into your career, Anthony. It's been a long career. You came into circuit what two thousand? Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand one one rookie of the year, and you started on a Jeff Thomas built. CR 500 on nitro and you've ridden probably a handful of different bikes over your career. I didn't start on that. I started yeah. on, we had a KX 540 on gas. Okay. That's what, what I started on. 
and about halfway through the year, then we bought that 540 from Jeff Thomas. Okay. And I ran that for a few years, a couple years. And then we built, that's when we built the ZX. And uh, I was, that's when uh, Tiger was riding the R1s and stuff. And the triple was always just sitting in the trailer. And I, one day I went up to Bob and said, if it's just going to sit there, can I ride it? He let me ride it, and <laughs> then I finished the year out on it, and the next year I rode that a full season, and I rode it so good that he built me an R1 after that. Wow. Nice. Killer. Um, so is that and that, your, that your triple, first? a lot of people talk about it and say they didn't like it. It's funny. It was a little different, that ram horn triple. <laughs> but you're not kidding, it was. But I love that bike. I had it was a lot of fun to ride that bike. And uh you know, it just you had to get back on it because everything it was just the way it was designed and you had to ride ride it like an eighty, you know. You had to ride it like an eighty and be on the clutch and it would go then. Oh god. <laughs> not not on the clutch too much though, Anthony. Well, I, I, think, I think Bob put seven, eight clutches in it that year. <laughs> did uh Anthony well, did I rode it did once he... and he had to put a clutch in it. <laughs> After one pass. <laughs> Anthony, did anybody ever stand by the line with a two by four and they were gonna smash your hand <laughs> if you grabbed the clutch? Because that happened to Cowboy. Yeah. No, Anthony I'm... was there. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, he handed my dad the two by four. <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to say, Anthony, your description of that triple and cowboys were a little different. Yeah. Well, I was told a 120 ride like a 125. Ah. He was told to ride like an 80. It's the same thing. <laughs> Scream the piss out yep. of it. Yep. It's all or nothing. Uh. Uh, now, yeah. You rode the uh, the other one too, the uh, nitro one too, didn't you? I rode it one time at uh, where was uh, was it Nashville, Indiana, the ski resort? Oh, maybe I, I maybe I don't remember. It we had a hill down there, right? That yep. and we had the yeah. east west shootouts there, and it was at the ski resort, yep. Nashville. Yep, yeah. <clears throat> I rode it there one time, I think, and I don't know. I think that that one might have been faster, but the other one was more reliable, so I liked it more. I don't know. Okay. Did right, you ever get it, to run the twenty-one inch rear wheel? I well, the only time I've run the twenty-one inch rear wheel was on that CR five forty from Jeff Thomas. Oh, okay. I, I had a 21 inch with chains on it. Dude. Wow. Oh, man. Holy crap. I, I never got into the paddle tires. I always I always like the chain better. It goes straighter. Yeah, it sure. works everywhere, too. That's what right. everybody yeah. says. <clears throat> it's predictable. Yeah. I I need someone to build me a new set of chains. Mine are like 50 years old. I think I have no time for a new set. You might want to get a new set. Greg, yeah. Greg Coyne <laughs> makes a good set of chains. Greg Coyne, you said? Yep. yep. He's out here in Pennsylvania. I'm going to have to look him up. Okay. Well, thanks or the that. goat. Braden, I, don't, yeah. I, don't even, I was going to call him, but he's building a set for 
yeah, uh, he's busy. O'Neill's and he's building two open bikes. I'm like, ah, you don't want to listen. You don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah, chains sure, are sure chains are time busy. consuming. <laughs> Jay was imagine. probably sitting next to him, like, no, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no more work. Get my, Get bike, my done. bike done, yeah. damn it. Get my bike done. <laughs> oh, so when Bob built that R1 for you, that was and you went out and won the championship that first year on it, didn't you? No, um, on the first year you rode it. Well, I ended up. I think the first year he built it for me. I broke my arm or something. And that's when Phil rode it at Middlebury. Okay. In that crazy crash where he looped out and Yeah, hit the ground so hard and knocked himself out. Yep. And uh then I don't know if Phil rode it after that anymore, did he? I think he rode it like once or twice after that. And then I had some injuries in there, um, <laughs> yeah. and then Chris Cable rode it for a while, and then he got busted up, and then I got back on it at uh, okay. um, Muskegon was the first place I got back on it, and finished out that year. I can't remember what year it was. And then the next year after that was the year that I won the championship. And okay. I broke, had a broken hand oh, wow. before that season, when that season started. And we got to the, well, the first race was Jefferson. I can't remember how I placed. I think top five that year. I don't think I finished out of the top five. Yeah, no, you're pretty consistent that um, year. And then, then I broke my hand, and we went to Freemansburg. And I told Bob, my hand's broke. I can't even close it. Get a roll of duct tape. And so he got the roll of duct tape, and I started wrapping it around the throttle till I got it, till I got the throttle big enough to hold on to the bike because I couldn't close my hand. And uh, oh my god! First run, I went and I ran nine flat. Up Freemansburg, one, whoa, and wow. and that was my first pro win ever. And wow, we parked with your hand duct taped to the handlebars. <laughs> and, Unbelievable! Uh, and we we parked it. I didn't have to run the second run. I think I won by over a second that day. And then we came back in the fall race, and I ran first round. I ran a nine flat again. Won both the wow, Freemansburgs with. Two runs, nine flat. And, wow! And the you know that was pretty good. And there's been there's been some fast states too. That hills changed so much over the years. I don't see anybody really going that fast now. You know, no. It's, oh, it's yeah. the way the jumps are now. It's they're too, they're too big. Yeah, those jumps are flipping nuts. I don't like jumping, and they're too damn big. <laughs> but it just. But yeah, that that was two thousand seven was a really good year. Uh, I, it didn't seem like I could do anything wrong, you know. Everywhere I went, I was just doing really good. And even Tiger said he said there wasn't nothing I could do. I kept having Bob change this, change that, and just couldn't couldn't catch me. Hmm. Wow! Congratulations, man. That's yeah. yeah. It's, 
It's a good feeling when you have one of those years where it's just fire, 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 fire every round. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was that was fun. Do you think like just the mental confidence that you had was a big part of it too? Like once you get a couple of those under your belt, like oh. you just have that confidence. Yeah. It was definitely once you won the first race, it was a whole lot easier. Um because I won several that year and you know, I won more after that, but it it definitely took that first race to know you belong and right um it was a lot of fun you know i had had a lot of ups and downs and in my racing career life whatever um but wish i could have been a lot more consistent over the years it took us a lot of a lot of years to get the bikes because we didn't have the money to buy the bikes right off the bat you know we bought this one then we bought that one and you know if we would have just spent the money right up front we'd have been right. way ahead but took well, time. that's the dirty little the dirty little secret about racing nobody likes to admit to but having the equipment and being able to get to the races is just a bigger part of racing yeah. as it is yeah. having the talent to ride the bike and it's it's the shitty part nobody wants to drive 12 hours nobody wants to buy all these damn parts but that's just as big of anything you know yeah and there there's a lot of riders out there all across the united states that if they had the right bikes and stuff they could yep. do it you know but even having the right bikes doesn't mean you're gonna do it well i know guys yeah. that got got the bikes and the talent but they don't have a freaking way to get to the races yeah you know i mean there, there's like, a lot to it and everything's yeah. got to go just right. Yeah, and it's yeah. not—it's not by accident when it happens. You know, it's like it's because you worked—you worked it through. You know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then you got down with Doctor Bob's. Was it '09 when you bought Watson's bikes? What year did you buy Dave's Hondas? We bought Dave's big Honda. In 2008, I think. Maybe it was nine. Okay. We bought the we bought the big one for Alex Benner. Um, okay. He rode it. I can't remember if he won the championship his first year or the second year. I would think it was the second year. So I think we bought him in 2008. And then he won the championship in 2009 on it. Okay. And then uh, somewhere in there, halfway through, after we bought the first one, we ended up buying the little one, too. And I started riding for, I rode Bob's R1, and I rode the, what was a 540 at the time, because that's how the classes were back then. I was riding the 540 CBR, and Alex was riding the ZX. Son. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so let's go. We had a. Oh, you already kind of got into that one. Is there any uh, good racing stories that you want to indulge in? I know that you and I had a lot of uh, fun throughout the years prior to races. And if you want to bring any of those stories up, feel free. But anything you feel free to bring up, you want to talk about? You know, I don't. I don't know. I know one thing that always sticks out in my mind. You're gonna laugh. Was when Tiger chased me with that snake. 
Oh God! You know <laughs> that's not funny. That's not. You don't chase a man with a flipping snake. That's not. Funny. I, I was. I was trying to sign up. I was in the middle of signing up, paying the money, and Tiger come up with a snake, and I'm in flip flops. Didn't have a belt oh. on. I. I outran that skinny little guy. Uh, <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> I ran right out of my flip flops, and he was chasing me, but I was gone. And that was a that was a Volca. Um, you know, I don't know how many times down at uh, the motel there before Devil's Staircase, we used to have a lot of fun there, and we. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> I, I don't know how many times we had the cops called on us on one night, riding pit bikes through everything and all that. And that one night, Robbie was about to jump it in the pond, and, and the cops showed up again. And <laughs> There's some crazy stories we got from way back when. Yep. <clears throat> yep. We need to save those for After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them could incriminate us. Some so. of them I don't even remember. I got to be told. <laughs> yeah. Those are the real good ones. I know, yeah, I know those kinds of stories. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, do you remember yeah. the? Do you remember the banquet? I don't remember what year it was when me, you, and Jack were in the room partaking in some fun, and a fire alarm went off. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, you might not. You, you might not want He's to own up to this. This sounds like one of those may incriminate stories, cowboy. Oh, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. We didn't make oh, fire yeah. alarm go off. We I, thought we did. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, as soon as as soon as I say you might not you remember, you remember that's not good. <laughs> it, it, it took a minute. I'm getting yeah. old, you know. I can't remember. Yeah, I we thought we were the ones that set it off. We weren't. Uh, when none of us were old enough to drink yet, I don't think. Because everybody else is at the bar, and that's why we were in the motel room. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a scary one. But we we weren't the ones that caused the fire alarm. It was somebody else, some other hill climber pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just remember me and Jack running out and standing outside like we didn't do anything, and Anthony <laughs> waving a pillow in front of the smoke detector. <laughs> I can just picture Jack trying to look all innocent. <laughs> I didn't do it. Jack was not innocent. He was probably the worst out of the three of us. Uh, I know. I could just, I'd say an acting innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Bodie and Max ought to listen to this episode. They're seeing themselves in 20 years because Anthony and me were the uh, the young guns at one point in time. Yeah. Now, Bodie's a good boy. He don't He don't mess with that. Yeah, I imagine we probably would have been a lot better when we were younger if we wouldn't have uh, had so have much fun. Had so much fun the night before. Yeah, I don't know. Some of my best races were after a good night. Hey. Yeah, you always you always seem to do better after the good night. But yeah, because you just you just want to hurry up and get it done so you can sit in the chair and watch them try to beat you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, well, I couldn't. I couldn't get out of the toilet too. the night the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony always feed me at Budweiser. <laughs> I call that the nineties when he when that, that, that's how it used to be. Is like, well, I might as well put one on. I might have a good day tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that kind of answers a question I had for you. Maybe then um, I was going to ask you what what motivates you at you know like going into a race to like 
to really get after it. And I mean, it, it may sound like you just want to get it over with before the hangover sets in, but um, <laughs> I mean, what, what gets you jacked to like, to race and like just ride a nitro bike to its full, full potential? Like what motivates you to just twist that throttle and get it done? You know, when I was younger, I rode all out. Either I was going to go fast or I was going to crash hard. And, Mm-hmm. I just I just wanted to go fast and uh now I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> and I know if I'm gonna go have some fun, I need to do it now. And after yeah. I had I had a neck surgery a couple years ago, which wasn't a good good thing either. And after that surgery, it, it has slowed me down. Um mm-hmm. I used to not have a problem going and jumping a 150-foot triple. Now I have a problem going and jumping a 20-foot tabletop. So <laughs> I, I just got to work some things out. I know what to do. It's just I've been hurt. It's and hard to overcome. Getting old. And, right. But Anthony, I, I probably never went as fast as you went, but I got a few years on you. You know, when we get – I'm 46 years old. You know, it's like you pick and choose. I, I go to the races I want to go to. When I want to hang it out, I hang it out. When I don't, hey, I'll ride it. I don't. I got nothing to prove to nobody. And that, that that's jump, that's where that's, I'm at now. It's you know right. I know any given weekend if I feel like it, if I'm feeling good that weekend, I see yeah. the hill, nothing's bothering me. I can go get on the podium, but right. I'm not gonna push it when I'm not comfortable anymore. Exactly. That's and, yeah. <clears throat> that's the big to me, difference to me like i i think last year i was at 17 races there's three rides that i think about that i've been thinking about all winter that i was so proud of that was three flipping rides out of 17 races yep. across in the country and guess what i got what i wanted out of my year i got memories i was there with my family and my buds and i got i you know i, I made it i didn't i didn't it's it's odd for me not to get hurt, and I didn't get hurt. I was so pumped that I just picked and choose <laughs> when to let, when to let it hang out, right? You know. And yep. When you get older, yeah, you you, you got to be a little bit more smart about what you do, or at least for me, not everybody. Obviously, Phil can hang it out as long as he's can twist that throttle, but I'm not <laughs> Phil. Nobody is, you know. But no. But I think the other thing too is to show people, hey, we can we can still hang when we want to. You know, maybe not every place, but let's. You give me the right opportunity, I'll show you where it's at, you know? Yeah. 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 Speaking of uh letting it hang out, there is a iconic photo of you, Anthony, from up in Canaan, New Hampshire. Do you recall the uh events of that photo where you're about twenty feet in the air over the top and there's no motorcycle underneath you anymore? Oh. <laughs> well, and oh. what that what that picture doesn't show is the top of that hill drops away. So I'm 20 foot over the top of the hill and the hill's falling away. I'm just going higher and higher and higher. (laughs) I have somewhere at my parents, you know, I'm not very savvy with all this technology, but uh, (laughs) I have piles of videos. I have that video on video camera and I have it on GoPro somewhere. Oh, wow. Wow. I'd like to see the GoPro of that one. Somewhere I have I don't, it. I don't, I don't want to see that GoPro. I don't I don't want to know that's possible. 
Well, I just want to see the angel he talked about that came over and, and talked to him when he landed. <laughs> that must have been a hangover day. <laughs> well, it turns out that, that it turns out that angel was Molly Carbon. Oh. <laughs> I I've had some rough runs there. I uh, the man, I can't remember what year that was, 2014 or something. I had a good run going. It it was one of the fastest of the day, and I hit the jump, and when we landed off the jump, there was a ledge cut out, and when I hit that ledge, it flipped me over the handlebars and threw me halfway up the hill, and Ooh. I didn't realize it at the time. You know, I, I rode my uh, next run and then parked them for the day, and... Uh, by the time I got home, my arm from my wrist all the way to my shoulder was completely black. Oh, man. My whole arm. It, it was bad. And uh, it wasn't broke, but it was bad. That was a, right. that was a rough <laughs> crash, sir. It wasn't broke, but it probably would have been better if it just would have broke. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you had a nasty one up a Mount Garfield too, didn't the handlebar or the brake lever went through your shoulder or something? I've had a couple there. Uh the one where the the lever went through my shoulder, I think that was on the triple. I do believe. And uh, then I had that run. It's floating around on YouTube too, where I broke my collarbone. That that was a bad one. Um, Cowboy, when you and Anthony talk about this racing back in the nineties, <laughs> were you fighting the bikes or were you riding them? Because it sounds like oh, you, you guys were in like a fist fight with them. You're they're stabbing yeah. you. They're breaking your bones. They're, yeah, this like, all circles back to the wrestling reference. Yeah, <laughs> see, we, we didn't have good suspension yet. No one spent money on suspension, so yeah, you you wrestled the bikes to the top of the hill. <laughs> Put them in a heart attack. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, God dang it. Speaking uh, of Mount Garfield, Anthony, let, I, let's see what your thing is in this debate. It's an ongoing debate. Mount Garfield is a sand dune, correct? Sure. These guys don't believe me that it's a sand dune. Sure. See? Oh, yeah. He did yeah, sound very yeah, confident. I got, got one. I, I got was, one. I think he was just agreeing with you. I don't think he does. <laughs> Cowboy, I saw I, I saw you on your phone. You te you texted him. You made sure that he agreed. With you. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's it's sandy there. Uh, it's right on the beach. Yep. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I guess it makes sense with the lake being right there, but I don't. I mean, it just didn't it didn't ring sand dune to me when I was there. <laughs> I'm excited to go there this year to finally put the debate to my, my to rest for me. When I get to see it myself. Yeah. But you're just worried about getting through that catch fence and making it to the lake. Uh, no, I don't want to <laughs> see the lake. I'm fine. I, I've, after that episode, I, I asked a few people that had been there how much of a runoff, and they said, ah, you'll be okay. So I'm, I, I was nervous there for a bit. It might be a sand dune, but it's like fossilized or something. It's like oh, that yeah, it's, old. That it's ancient sand dune. I mean, when I see trees coming out of, the ground you know i don't picture sand dune right. i just it's not but no. maybe no I, I think it's been there since like the lakes formed so yeah <laughs> i remember the first time i went golfing in arizona i hit my drive to the right i go out and i'm like oh i'm in the desert just a sandy little spot or whatever 
I grabbed, I had a brand new pitching wedge. I go out, first hit, it was like rock. And I'm like, well, it's not sand. There's still a dent in my pitching wedge to this day. So maybe it's that kind of sand, Colby, where it's just like, it's not sand. It, it just looks like it. It's like solid yeah. rock. Yeah, I well, don't they, know. There's a little bit of clay in there. They put some clay on it over the years. Okay, all right. <clears throat> now, the other thing, Anthony, enough. are you going to get new riding gear this year? <laughs> you, you've been wearing the same LBZ stuff for no, it's 20 not, years. No, it's not LBZ. I got rid of that. <laughs> okay. It's Chip, <laughs> and I am looking, I'm looking everywhere to find some of that same gear. <laughs> it's getting but it's racing. I, yeah. He, he likes, he's the baggy pant. Over the boot gear, that's what he wants, and they don't they don't make that anymore. No. You gotta time travel back to the nineties. Go right here, Anthony. Rutted racing. You will not regret it. The shit is unbelievable. Well, maybe they can make him a special pair of over the pant baggy gear. Call Clint, he'll probably I need I need it to go (laughs) over the boots and I need to have a pocket for my cigarettes. You know, honestly, though, I wish that they would put pockets for your phone when you were out, like, trail riding so you could bring your phone with. And well, sometimes we'll go riding for a few hours. I got to check in with my wife. It's like I don't have a phone. Doesn't Phil, like, have a little fanny pack strapped to his back fender for his little cigarette to come back down the return trail <laughs> with or something? You would think that's what it's for. <laughs> Not, that's... Oh, please, please let that be true. Please let Phil have a cigarette. And I, taped onto the I remember I mean, seeing a little uh, like satchel on his rear end somewhere. Uh, I don't know. He what does. It, he uh, does have uh, a little satchel on the back, but it's for the uh, the shift fork to take the bike out of gear. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's not just for a Lucy. Don't. Hey, no, Brandon, not for Lucy. Don't, he, hey. he sticks that in his ear under the helmet. <laughs> Brandon, don't piss on my campfire like that. I was hoping so bad that Phil had a cigarette and a lighter taped to that. Back can there be no can uh, you know some people you know just need heroes brandon that's that's all I'm asking. well that's why anthony needs a pants with pockets for a cigarette gotcha. so he can get a smoke when he gets to the top I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> he needs yeah. that calm down cigarette <laughs> there you oh. go there's, right. there's other ways but yeah i mean there's got to be a set of fresh Baggy gear somewhere. I know there's still some out there somewhere. I just gotta find well, it. I still got I still got my LBZ gear. I got it's a little beat up. I, my the pants I wore the last three races they're sewed together so many places. I said I can't be wearing this <laughs> no more, but it's what I want. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Oh. LBZ might still make some, but I, I doubt it. I. I thought I seen someone rocking some fresh LBZ gear. Recently. I'm pretty sure I still have a pair of shift over the boots that I kept for when it's really wet, but I don't know. Is it camo <laughs> though? Yeah. It's got to be camo. <laughs> no, I think they were just straight black. And you know, Todd Sapolo wore those for many, many years. I had the camo shift gear. I might still have them somewhere. I probably won't. I don't think yours yard. are going to fit, Anthony. <laughs> yeah, that was that was back when I was in high school too, so yeah. I wouldn't even fit into them. But all right, you guys got anything else for Anthony before we let him go? He's got to get up early for work. So yeah. hey, man, thanks for sharing. I think your we covered the bases. Yep. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Anthony. Thanks for having me. Looking forward thanks to being seeing on, you at round one in June. Yep, we'll be there. Good luck awesome. getting all right. those parts together, getting those bikes going fast. Looking forward to seeing them all.
Yep. <clears throat> All right, Anthony. Thanks for being on, bud. Yep. Get some guys. sleep. Go build some All Hummers, right. bud. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. That was fun, huh? That was yeah. fun. Got him. Well, let's... Uh, you may, I got one quick little thing here. Go ahead. Made me think of when he was talking about, you know, getting old and forgetting stuff or whatever. Have you guys ever, like, <laughs> seriously stuck your foot in your mouth, like, at work or whatever? All the time. Oh, it happened today to me so bad. I was Jeez. just, a, like, my kid that works with me, great kid, love him, but, you know, I'm just my patience gets a little thin sometimes, you know, or whatever. And there's a carpenter working there, and I just, my, I sent the apprentice off, and I'm like, God, why is it when you get older you got less patience? And he's like, well... I don't have any patience at all. And I went off on a little tangent about how my patience. He's like, well, I had a traumatic brain injury and that's why I don't. And I'm like, oh my oh, God. Fuck. He's like, I go, what happened? He's like, I fell 50 feet down an elevator shaft and landed on my head. And I'm oh, like, shit. oh, I just felt like an inch tall. I'm like, dude, I, I got nothing to complain about. I'm so, he's like, oh, I was in a coma for 10 days and Holy I got shit. this star Holy over shit. my head. And I mean, unbelievable. God damn story. it, Joel. Listen, yeah. but I mean, oh, I just feel like the biggest ass. I'm like, God. Damn. Yeah, but what a dick for one up and you like that. Though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not a dick. I at hate all. those people. <laughs> I just saw like the biggest damn jerk. Oh man. <laughs> I joke. All right, boys, let's uh, play our cool commercial segment, Woo-hoo. and then after the break, we'll be back with Logan. The Mead oh, Steed. Yeah. Awesome. Logan the Steed Mead. Jesus, I ain't even drinking it. <laughs> I still wasn't up. right, but let's go for it. <laughs> Whatever. Well, it's your birthday, it don't matter. Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm All old right. now. I'm allowed to, allowed to make mistakes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. What's up Nitro and Mud fans? Professional hill climber and owner of Lace Bell Co, Joseph Olnit here. Are you tired of wearing your average, bulky, and uncomfortable belt? If so, today is the day to make the switch to a lace belt. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes across the United States, the lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. Offered in over 30 different colorways, you'll be sure to add a personal touch of style to any daily fit you wear. On top of our lace belts, we also offer a large selection of high-quality clothing options designed and tested by top action sports athletes. For Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering you 15% off your order using the promo code NITRO on lacedbelt.com. Again, that is the code NITRO for 15% off your order on lacedbelt.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on our social media at lacedbelt.co to stay up to date with our athletes and new product offerings. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. 
And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. Hey race fans, the old 31 here to talk to you about where you're going to buy your gear for 2022. I'm sure you are like me and you love high quality and awesome service. I got the spot for you, Rudded Racing. They support hill climb, they support hill climb riders. They support one of the fastest riders in our sport, Logan Sapala. This company rides dirt bikes and has the same passion we do. A lot of their gear items are hand sewn and they put so much love and care into all their items. They are dang near custom fit. We are so stoked at Nitro and Mud to have them as our title sponsor and we are pumped to offer you a promo code Nitro20, N-I-T-R-O-2-0 at checkout gets you 20% off the best gear in the industry. Go check them out at ruddedracing.com and support the companies that support us. All right. Hey, guys out there listening, go check out those companies. They support uh, support racing, support hill climbers. Yeah. Keep this show on the air for everybody to listen to. So go out, check out those great companies. Yeah, and they're flipping awesome. Like, you're going to love all their products. They're unbelievable. We're so dead being lucky here. It's awesome to have great sponsors. Hell, yeah. Dude, so we had a... Anthony. That Man, what that oh, was man. fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun with Anthony. Get to uh, catch up and stuff. Like, we started our careers at the same time. I came in in 98. He came in in 2000. And we raced each other all the way up until, you know, I got hurt and left. And he kept going and little bastard wins a championship. And, <laughs> but <clears throat> all good fun. Anthony had a great career. And I think uh, we're going to see some good finishes out of him this year. Man, he's got quite the lots of, of bikes, four nitro bikes. Yeah. And then 450 and now a twins bike. It's like, that's that's a pile of bikes to keep ahead of. No kidding. Yeah. And they're bringing back the, uh, you know, the old team format there, multi-riders. Right. And this new format, it really brings to that because everybody has extra nitro bikes. And, right. And everybody doesn't want the expense of putting someone else on them. But if it brings some more guys in and some right. more top-level riders, loan your bike out. Make a contract. Well, 50-50, 60-40. Yeah. Do something. Get some guys on some bikes. That's I kind of wanted to ask them. But it's like, it's got to be fun. I mean, if it's your bike and you get to put somebody on there, like having Max on your bike or whatever, you know, it's like, God, it's got to be this fun to watch younger guys on your yeah. equipment. And, you know, it's like good or bad. It's just fun seeing people with opportunity and what they do with it. And that's pretty yeah. flipping cool. I mean, I always talk about like Dave Perigo and all the rides he gives for his bikes and yep. how fun that must be. You know, it's yeah, like you he- just, you go there and you, a guy like Dave just loves racing and obviously Anthony and, you yep. give the opportunity to somebody and win, lose, or draw just to see what they do is awful fun to watch, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anthony's dad, Craig, just he loves the sport and is willing to help anybody out. Put anybody on a bike, he's had Scotty Wentz ride for him and cool. all kinds of different people just on his bikes. And, you know, he gave gave Moscow a shot at, you know, Devil Staircase. Yep. And now Moscow's going to run a full season for him. Cool. So that's awesome. I mean, awesome. Nick, I might actually see Nick. Get some good finishes, and he's on oh, something yeah. with a little bit more power. 
Oh, for sure. I, Best of luck I, to Nick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it takes some getting used to. I mean, please get a fast. It does. His KTM, I'm sure that thing is fast, but then to go to that nitro bike, that's got to be something. They're, they're a lot quicker. Yep. They are a lot quicker, and, you know, Nick's not a spring chicken either, so. Nah, right. that's a, just more experience, cowboy. It's just, I, you, that's you know, what it is. It's a more experience. Yeah, it's this isn't a this isn't a sport of endurance, cowboy. This is a sport of eight seconds. Give me eight real good seconds. I can still do that. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll give you a good seconds. <laughs> oh. Boys, oh, I can't wait. I I gotta tell you, I can't wait to talk to our next guest. I've been just jacked for weeks that he was coming on. I know. Yeah, yeah me too. So, Joel, let's roll him in, buddy. All right. Race fans, next up. A 4.30 a.m. workout and a 4 p.m. moto. Just another Tuesday for this guy. Border collies, bikes, beers. It's a way of life for this dude. This dude don't need metal to melt faces. Some say his mechanic is part warlock, part magician. When you Google clean-ass race bikes, it's their pit that comes up. 2018 Moto Climb Champ, seven-time NAHA champion, X Games, X Games. Like, the you know, everybody knows ESPN, X Games, gold, gold medalist. The number 414, Logan the Steed Mead. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Logan. What oh, up, bro? Dude. Man. Logan, is is your puppy a Border Collie? I kind of oh, went yeah. for it. Yeah. Yes. All right, good. Nailed I, it, Joel. Nailed I, it. I got lucky. I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> damn it, I see that dog on about every other uh, story on his Insta. I was like, I got to mention the man. dog. Yeah, and yeah. Joe, you got it right. It wasn't a coyote. It was a border collie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. You never know. You never know. Oh, Bro, man. Something else, Joel. You 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 about killed it. <laughs> Did I? Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, no, I was. I, I've been thinking about you for weeks. That was pretty fun. That was. Good I time. mean, you missed a couple things, but I think you got damn near his whole life story into that intro. Well, uh, yeah, he, 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 he's going to be on again. I had to leave some on the bone. I couldn't just. Yeah. Do, I couldn't go through everything right away. You like well, spilled well, his whole diary. Well, people don't know when Joel's done hill climbing, he's going to become a ring announcer. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I, I've been a fan of Logan's for many years. I the, when I first started going out west, I got to watch him, and uh, I every time I saw Rick and him walking up to the line, I, I watched and I learned, and uh, it's just fun to watch a team like that operate. And not only you and your dad are a team with the bikes, but Logan, you and your dad work oh, together, yeah. right? Oh yeah. So I see you, you're in hospitals, and you got tools. Now, what the flip is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> we do a lot of pretty cool stuff. Actually, uh, I started working for him kind of right out of high school. Um, I was part-time work. Okay. I was still going to college and, and, and racing, traveling, doing hill climbs. So I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. But uh, if, if yeah. I went to college, I didn't have to pay rent at home. So I was like, Shh, I guess. <laughs> that well, that's a good deal <laughs> um so i mean it took me a while but I was, I was working for him and then as i started working more um just realized i was like man this is a pretty cool gig this is a not bad other than your normal working for family but um oh man so we uh 
basically you're a, re a repair technician. Um, okay. Terms. All right. Um, but anything from um, exam tables, you go to your local doctor's office, you uh, tear your ACL yep. and you go sit in the doctor's room. They sit you on a exam table. Um, <laughs> those things have a, uh, motors that lift them up and down or do whatever else. So that's kind of like what we start our uh, basic technicians out doing, replacing access, stuff like okay. that. Um, then yep, into yep. like what our uh, expertise or, or bread and butter, I guess you could say, is uh, the autoclaves. So um, you're uh, to to talk, not to dumb it down, but you know, talk. No, please. No, talking to me. Dumb it down, yeah. please. Yeah. I need like I need hand signals and like you know very simple one syllable words. Yeah. Okay. If it doesn't involve cheese curds, he has no yeah, idea I, what you're talking I, about. Yeah, please. Yeah. I'm not insulted. I need you to slow it down yeah. a little bit. I'm a little Bobby. I'm glad the show doesn't show video because I I do I don't my hands. I do talk with my hands quite a bit. <laughs> but what's an what's an autoclave? I guess I'm not. I'm not so sure yeah, like in is. your dental office, you uh, you go to a dental office. They uh, clean your teeth. They have little picks and stuff like that. Um, those picks are um, stainless steel, and they need to be sterile in order to put it in someone else's mouth. Um, so okay. it's a it's a pressurized vessel that heats up water. Um, so okay. gets to 270 degrees, 30 psi, um, with steam, and the things are clean. So. Cool. tabletop unit that can get plugged into the wall at a dental office or what okay. same same thing just on a huge scale you go to like i don't know if you guys heard of like Neuralink. um it's pretty big like elon musk doing some crazy experiments on monkeys um, okay <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus doing research on anywhere from a pharmaceutical whatever it's any lab basically has has an auto because they okay. need to have their their work be consistent and sterile. Um, you go, you go, sense. you go buy nitro and you jet your bike for nitro and you're doing an experiment, you know, it, it needs to be the same, same fuel aeration, you know? So, right. uh, right. have gotcha. stuff clean if they're introducing antidepressants on monkeys or trying to, trying to sell the next drug or whatever ought to right. be consistent. So these huge autoclaves we're dealing with, but still same, same principles, 270 degrees, um, 30 PSI. You just have, 480 volts going to a steam generator that pumps steam there, but it's just uh, like I said, so it's it's cool. Yeah, and see, like me, that I'm thinking, cool. okay, they want 270 degrees to make it sterile. What? Let's pump it up to 700 and melt a little bit of the metal or the plastic, <laughs> you know. And I'm guessing they like it 270 exact, probably, is what you're uh, Yeah, um, so yeah, 270 is a standard. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Um, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That's cool. So how long is, did your dad start that business or has he been in it most of his life or just relatively new for your father? Uh, well? So when him and my mom first met, he actually uh, was a, he sold an oil distributor, sold oil. Um, and okay. My grandpa, his father-in-law, my mom's dad had this guy okay. um, that had this company kind of was looking to get rid of and they repaired um, gurneys that went into ambulances. Um, so he bought okay. the franchise from this guy that kind of repaired gurneys that went into ambulances um, and just was able to, you know, just kind of mechanically inclined and was able to figure out and learn this stuff. And then just through that like kind of work, you know, you, you please one doctor and all these doctors talk just like us. You know, who takes right. care of your stuff? Oh, we, we have this guy that does it um, slowly. Right. And not, now we're at where we're at today. Dude, like, nice. isn't, I talk about this all the time, but isn't freaking the country we live in badass? 
Like, look at your grandpa, your dad, they get involved. And then here, if you want, you can be involved with it. And it's just what you want to make out of life you can get. Isn't it just badass? Just like you want, you start out fixing gurneys. Next thing you know, I just learned what the fuck. Uh, I'm clean. No. I said it wrong. Sorry. That's the thing about US of A is uh, you, you still got the choice, right? We can choose what we want to yeah. do. Yeah. That's oh, right. No, that's cool. Uh, that's, yeah. And, you know, talking about your dad, you know, it's like I love that dynamic of Rick and you at the races. And, uh, you know, you guys, and it's obviously, I, I don't know you super well. I just see you at the races or whatever. But you seem to get along really good. And you guys seem to work really well together. And unfortunately, like, I go to a lot of races and I see, like, some sons and some dads that don't get along as well, you know, and they're trying to make it work, you know, like what's, what's some a secret or what's something that like you could share to maybe some of the groms growing up like that, you know, to be a little understanding with your dad. I mean, obviously you guys have to have disagreements and different philosophies, but how do you guys pattern things out and kind of get through it? it um, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Um, Cause you know, dude, we do have a really good time traveling around and working together. And man, I think, uh, Getting older and and understanding you don't know it all. It is, um, you know, you're young, and I think when you're when you're 16, 17 years old, man, you just know it all. And maybe that was my biggest flaw, but oh man, we used to get into it quite a bit. Um, and uh, man, it's unfortunate because looking back, the, the dude is uh, awesome. Just take time off right. to go bring me to the races and stuff like that, and. Uh, I think when you go through, you just take right. a step back and realize, be thankful for that kind of stuff. And, and all the stuff yeah. you think is this big deal really just isn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> when it boils down to everything, the only thing that matters is your yeah. time. Right? Everybody's got more or less money. Every, but it's your time. All you have is your time to give. But, you know, from my outsiders looking in, I always saw you respect your dad. I saw you on bad days and I never saw you talk, you know, say anything bad whatsoever to your dad. We've all had equipment not work. Your dad's obviously a fundamental part of making that equipment hum. Never saw you get mad at him. I mean, obviously we all have days where we want to do better and we're not smiling and whistling (laughs) Dixie. But I wanted to say like from an outsider's, like it always seemed like you two both respect each other. Also never seen your dad get down on you, you know? And it's like, that's a thing. Like these memories you guys are making are huge, right? You know, and it's like, there's young kids that are 12, 14, 16, just coming up that might be with their dad. They look up to you, you know, it's like, they want to hear, well, dad wants me to run a paddle and I want to run a tire. You know, how do you get through that? <laughs> you know, trust the process, trust the process. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Cause you, you, then you get in a, then when things go wrong, you get in your damn truck and you drive 12 hours home or whatever. You got to talk about the whole Dude, time, you know? credit card yeah. paying for diesel all the way home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, no. you flip a coin in that situation, Joel, yeah. flip a coin. <laughs> right. Like right. I said, I think you uh, learn to respect uh, like the fundamentals. Like you said, he's uh, time is the most invaluable thing. That's the only thing you don't get more of. Um, and uh, willing to give right. that up for me to go make those memories and travel across the world and race. Um, and I think what it boils down to is all that other little stuff you were mad about running paddle tire, knobby, your results that weekend. 
it doesn't really matter when you look at, wow, it's pretty cool to have a guy in your corner that's willing to give up his time to go hang out and, oh, and yeah. get dirty and, and, and go have fun. So I think that's where, right. That's where it's all. Yeah. Hell my, yeah. My little story. One last thing. Sorry. I, will, <laughs> I, I just, I, I got to get out of the way, but I love this. Like we were at X12 and I didn't know you or your dad were at the dam at all, but I, Luckily, I know somebody that you guys know, which Logan, the other Logan, Logan Sapali, you know. I'm going, I lost a damn plug in my old ass 450, you know. And it's like, when do you lose a plug in a four stroke? I did There's- not have an extra, right? I didn't, I, I didn't know. And I'm like, God damn it. I just drove all this way. Now I don't have a damn 450, you know. And I hate asking for stuff. I just hate it, you know. And um, uh Todd or Kirk's like, maybe ask Rick. They might have, because you used to have an older 450. So I go over there. You guys were busy. I didn't want to bother you. I go, Rick. I, I said, Rick, I'm really sorry. Would you happen to have this spark plug? And he looks up at me. And I can tell the look on his face was like, I think I have it, but I don't want to dig for it. <laughs> <laughs> but God bless him, he did. He went and got it. I, I gave him some money. I'm like, please buy yourself some cheap beer. Thank you for finding me a plug. But they really, you guys didn't know me from Adam. He helped me with that plug. I got to race the whole year. I might even got within 15 spots of you in the 450 class. But he gets off on that kind of stuff, man. He, uh, he loves that. Um, I always give him crap, you know, why, why do you got this stuff laying around? And he's like, yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah it's, yeah. yeah. I, I, it meant an awful lot and I hope to be able to repay the favor. Someday. You made his day. Cause then he gets to tell you, I told you so Logan. See, so <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I was going to say too, I mean, within that same story, every time I go to a race out West or wherever these guys are, they are the first two dudes between Rick and Logan to offer a, a cold Coors Light at the end of the day <laughs> or or a pulled pork sandwich at Bay City. I mean, dude, the hospitality in your guys' pits is unreal. You guys rock. Yeah, man. Thank you. I, we, so, I like, yeah. we like people hanging out and hanging out and having a good time. Um, and I think uh, we just, you know, like we're kind of stressful during the race and stuff. So we try to try to make it a point to uh, just – have a good time. We're, we're there to have fun. And I don't get to see you guys, you know. It's uh, cool to, when you're there yeah. to, to actually be able to hang out and, and have a beer and have that conversation or whatever else, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Much so, appreciated, always. Okay, I just can't stop. I'm sorry. I've been thinking about this for <laughs> Keep long. going. Keep going, Joe. <laughs> Dude, I'm just sitting here living through all you kids. That effing road gap on your stalker at Carnegie, are you fucking – I mean, what the hell? Dude, how do you make those road gaps like that? It's it's nuts. a bummer because I'm surprised you think it looks that impressive because on video it really doesn't look that gnarly. But ah, uh, I I know I, I do not. I think it looks super impressive. Like I'm like blown away. I think it's cool. Man, as hell. That's, that's just what I grew up doing. Um, yeah, never. That's that's what we did. We have a uh, a lot of these these trail systems they put in at these public parks. I guess you could say. And uh, man, while we still can for the state you know, block small off or whatever we go, uh, try to climb the. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You just, what is it about Logan's being, you're so damn modest. You say this, (laughs) but I'm watching the video and there's five guys on the road gap, all shaking their head that you just made it. You know, it's like, it's impressive. I don't care what the hell you're saying. It's steep as hell. And you're on a stock bike. It's nuts. 
Even Dirty Joe vouched yeah, for that well, one. Well, I was talking the smack to him, and he, uh, oh, I'll go hit it. And I'm like, dude, go look at this thing. I don't know. <laughs> about, about 10 run-ups to go do this thing. I'm like, all right. He texted me that later that night. He's like, yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's is that not the one he came up like 20 feet no short different of? one the, that, oh, this okay. one the consequences are, are very high the, the, the okay. yeah the one yeah. i'm thinking of it was crisp that ledge it was mm-hmm. it was there was no saving no. it yeah no doubt so speaking of carnegie like i'm coming is it oh, happening yeah like it it's not gonna get the rug's not gonna get pulled out from nope. underneath us. Nope. I don't this. I don't want to jinx it or anything, but um, couple different factors. We do have a um, private event um, permit now, so even if it does rain, nice. they um, graded the whole return road and graveled the return road at Carnegie there. So even if we do get wow. rain, a lot of the times um, they would stop the event just because they couldn't get an ambulance to the top of the hill, um, even though the hill. You got riders going up and down the thing. Actually, stays pretty good, um, so that shouldn't be an issue either. Uh, I'm kind of doing a rain dance right now. Um, we're a little dry. The, the hill. Yeah. Okay. Um, rain in California is always a blessing. Until, until it's yeah two days before the race and it doesn't stop for two days and then. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But dude, yeah, no, we're 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 racing. Um, dude, that's awesome. I'm pumped. I can't. You're wait. Telling- I'm, we're making. We're making plans. We got we got everything lined up. I got no. I got one bike that's ready right now. I got a month to go. I'm trying to get everything. I'm trying not to pressure Kirk into making sure, but I, I, I just I just want to have everything ready to rock. Yep. You know. What are you waiting the last oh, minute for, good. Joe? Come on oh, now. That's, that's racing, bud. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> bike man, you're doing a little better than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got about taking apart uh, the garage right now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know that's racing how guys do it now. You drive my dad oh, insane. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you talk about me and my dad getting along so well, yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> testing the limits right there. Yeah, well, I mean it, a lot of it too is we're up to I mean, it was hard getting parts. Like at my four ninety has been at Kirk since Devil's Staircase. And we've just got the cylinder because I make it into a five twenty and then thumper racing, it's tough to get anything. <laughs> From them, they're I'd non-exempt. It's doing just, a crank and stroking it? No, we're uh, doing crank, we're stroking big, it, we're doing everything. Yeah, we're going the whole, we're doing all Kirk's nitro system. We're doing pipe, we're doing everything. Uh, so it's it's going to be a rocket ship when I get done with it. Snowflake, I mean, I don't know if I'll be able to hang <laughs> on to her. She's going to be ripping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my next question. Is Are they going to have a 700 class at Carnegie, you think? I no? just built a new 700 box, so they're goddamn better. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, good. That's that's like my favorite class. I flip and love the 700 class. It just because it's yeah. such a mismatch for what you can ride. What's some hills, one bike works, another hill, another bike works. It's just, I love yeah. it. You know, 700 class, I think, used to be my all time favorite class when I was younger. Um, and fuck, man, now that I'm gaining a little more weight, it seems like that open class just suits me way better. <laughs> Well, no, I, you know, I know what it is, is the 700 class used to be awesome until you found out it was twin to win. You were on that flipping Jixer. I mean, dude, you're ripping that flipping Jixer. You don't even know what life's about. It's like you get that twin and it's like, now I, now I got it all figured out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> but speaking of that Jixer, do you mix, do you miss it at all? No. 
No, because you <laughs> rode, but you rode the shit out of that bike, Logan. I mean, it was you were very yeah. impressive on that bike. Polk's Hall champion on that. Piece. I've done very well, Polk's Hall on that bike. Yeah, actually, yeah. um, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I I spent a lot of time getting that bike to run right. We did a lot of uh, motor work to get the uh, the lower end out of the 750. So did a lot of high right. lift on the cam. Um, I think that the guy that came was like, "What are you? What are you, got, you guys pulling stumps with this thing? You know." <laughs> <laughs> Or low uh, end out of the box, so the thing worked really well. Um, but man, you, I mean, you said it yourself, you, you, you know, Joel. I mean, got on that 1290, yeah. and not to mention, I have a newer 1290, and the technology in these is, is unreal, but it's just so easy to ride. Um, the- dude, yeah, and it's not you have the only 1290 that works great. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> that are starting it, but yours is the only one that really works. There's, there's a few out there, they're figuring it out. I understand, but that's a that's a tricky ass motor to get to run. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where I got the warlock magician yeah. on the <laughs> intro. It's like to get a twelve ninety to run, you got to be part warlock, part magician to make that sucker. Fire, that thing's right? a, it's a twenty seventeen, and yeah, there's just a lot of technology with those uh, with with the KTM computers that are uh, really hard to get to work. Um, sure, yeah, yeah we're uh, we're not too willing to give that information up. <laughs> No, I, I wouldn't either. Don't give that shit away for free because it's yeah. so hard to get it. But, you know, I was going to ask you. Actually, this is, I proved to you that I've been listening to the show. You uh, actually said it best yourself when you were talking to, um, oh, man, I, I feel bad about the, the turbo um, on the Jixer. Fowler. Justin Fowler. You uh, try to get something badass to work, and you, you spend all this time, energy, money, R&D on 10 things that don't work. And then it's real easy for somebody to go just, just do it. When Yeah, it's one of my annoyances that I'll go through and just pay all this money, all this time, and then everybody just calls you and they want they want to skip right to the end. And it's like, yeah, I understand we're friends. You got to send them through all those first steps first. Not to mention, but travel the hundred thousand miles. Well, not hundred, but thirty thousand miles it took me to go to all these races to figure. And I not that I figured it out, but you got. There's no, there's no shortcut. You got to just figure yeah, it out yourself. Yeah. You know, pretty good. But, electronics but, is the control systems are like similar to these new autoclaves they're dealing with. So that's, that's, uh, oh. that's where that stuff comes into play. But man, I'm talking that's all cool. this stuff about that 1290. But I think uh, I got beat by a, a Buell 1190 all goddamn summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't the only one, bud. <laughs> you weren't the yeah. only one. <laughs> God dang so. It. Speaking of these big badass twins here, at the end of the last episode, we we said we had some exciting news coming from your corner. Um, what's going on with uh, the big news you had to share? Well, I was hoping to go go eat. Um, I uh, I mean, not to on horn, but I've uh, like I said, I've got seven Naha championships. I've got a Motocom championship. Um, yeah, twenty seven years old. It's like that's a yeah. uh, Let's, uh, let's um try try something. You know, you you life's all about experiences and having fun and making memories. And now that AMA's got that that twins class, and actually you guys are probably the right people to ask about the rule. I'll go into that later. Um, but I'm thinking we can ride the the 1290cc in the twin now. Yep. 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 You can because it yep. was it was 1190 unless you were push rod or something, right? Yep, yeah. yeah it correct. used to be twelve oh three and then they changed it. Now I think it's thirteen hundred for over oh, cam. Yeah. And and knobby tire only, of course, as well. Whatever. Um yeah. 
Yeah, it <laughs> don't even matter. He don't even own a stitch. He don't even own a stitch of metal. He don't. Even, that doesn't concern yeah. him. I'm just saying yeah. the rules. Yeah, we yeah. were actually gonna de-sleeve the 1290 because I was talking about going twins last year. So de-sleeve the 1290, and I'm like, not a big deal to you win. You know you're gonna get called. So I think better be a better be 1190. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, we were. I was just uh, kind of throwing around the idea and. um what we've been doing going to the races recently is we're, we're so far, um, so far West that oh. it's nice when Matt schedules stuff. Um, when we're, when we're, when, once we go East, we kind of leave the, the rig with the bikes and stuff in Billings or somewhere, um, 2,500 miles closer than in California. Uh, and, and right. go that way. <laughs> and so, uh, we're talking about just trying to make, trying to make the whole series. And I was really excited to come on and, talk about doing the whole AMA series um, and then maybe yep. some other West coast riders will be listening and, and, you know, maybe, you know, well, yeah, let's go. Right. Yeah, let's do it. Giddy up. Unfortunately, just, just logistics. It was, it was a tough conversation to have, but sat down, not the conversation. And uh, we got to be able to be at work um, and give these customers a hundred percent. Just because, I mean, I think it is worth it um, delegating a little bit of time right now to, to work um, that it'll pay off long run. And maybe I can just, take the whole summer off and go racing in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope, huh? <laughs> so yeah, I was really excited to yeah. talk about going out east. That's a, it's been a goal of mine. Um, w- Want to do it. So, so wait, Jeanette to... Brooks isn't going to pay for your summer? Oh <laughs> man, don't even say your name. <laughs> Kobe, don't say it. I don't want my Insta getting all crappy. <laughs> I, I, I think you just ruined yourself because we all know who's running the meme page now though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't know who that clown is. Anonymous. No, you, you, good job. No, we, we know. Janet Brooks, what the frick? That sucks. God dang yeah. it. Yeah, oh, what man. an ordeal that all was. Over the place, man. Yeah, no, that was shitty. Um, see, uh, that you were messaging me to try and get me to 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 go in on that, and I'm like, no way. There's no way. So I was like asking questions, like, so like. How did your Naha season go? Like, did how where'd you end up at? And they were just like, Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Okay, this is <laughs> all right, but it wasn't C. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize to anybody listening about that. That was a thing, kind of, and we're going all over the place here, but uh, uh, yeah, that's, we, that's we do we that. Do. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. uh, I just I, I got an email on my, my phone driving home from work, and I'm looking at the email, um, and it says. Your uh, your your email address linked to your Instagram got changed, and so I was like, "What?" Once go log into my app, I was logged out, and then all of a sudden couldn't log in, and I was I was, I was oh, in the shit. dark for like a month, and all of a sudden I started getting like texts, like people were like, "Hey, you're getting like hitting us up and shit," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know I can't log in, but anyway, dude, pretty shitty. Not sure who's making money off that or what scam in in India they're they're doing over there, but that's." Awful. Kind of disappointing. I think it just uh, Instagram was. It, it's Instagram's not real life. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's, no. Bull, it's bullshit too. Like all these people get shadow banned, or all this crap happens on Instagram, and then, and then here you lost control of your page, and you have like a legit page, and you for yeah. months. And I'm like, what? What kind of shit well, is I, this? That there's like people yeah. that I mean, their whole job is marketing on Instagram. They're getting paid probably. There's probably somewhere in. Silicon Valley, they're paying a, a, a media director a hundred thousand dollars a year to, to work for them. And how is right, your yeah. cyber protection or your 
fraud department, I figure a speech not better. So that was kind of what ruined me. I actually got control back of my account um, like a month before I started using it again because I wasn't sure if I even wanted to go back on Instagram. Um, but yeah. I was like, yeah, you're probably like, I have all this extra time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, on the work clock going way faster. <laughs> anyway yeah so i mean instagram's not real life but uh i I realize it's pretty viable i uh i I lost quite a few sponsors actually believe it or not because of that so the the program's gonna be looking a little different this year um yeah that was that was was a bummer um blessing in disguise we're hill climbers so none of us really do that well sponsorized anyway Um, Right. Yeah. Um, well, question though, how did you get it back? How did you get your Instagram I, I, back? Like, what what did you have to do? A fraud claim with the Instagram department, and like went through everything else. Um, it took like two months to even like talk to a real life person from Instagram. I thought it was wow. ridiculous. I was like, that's, like, that's shitty. Yeah. Have this wow. huge platform, and this is the best you guys can do. Um, which was right. Really, just just disappointing. Um. Well, it, it just sucks because you're just uploading content for free, yeah. basically, too. You know, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> it, why, why take that away from people? I just whatever. I mean, that's I'm not and, a, yeah. I'm old. I don't know what. Oh, yeah. Anyway, how, how to go through like a, a five factor authentication is that they called it. So like sending them. Luckily, I had pictures of my face. I don't know if that's you know if you're anti selfie, that's not the time to be anti selfie if you want your Instagram account because they'll they did okay. face verification with me to make sure it was actually me and and. and stuff um and then finally got it back wow wow okay thank you for clearing (laughs) that up but one quick question like people everybody talks about what it takes but obviously you've been to pogues and you gotta drive it's there's no magic you gotta take your bike's gotta get from where you are in california to pogues how long does it take when you leave if you were gonna go to pogues how long what what how many hours is that in your rig oh man um, well, it's a weird dynamic because we used to race South Dakota. Uh, okay. Yep, yep. And it was like a week or two later. So then we had like pile bikes in and it was only 450 and 700. Um, so then we would just, you know, have one guy take home all the 700 bikes and we'd pile in more 450s and open bikes, um, and go straight from South Dakota to New York. Um, and yeah. that was kind of the deal. And it seems like no matter what, we're still in Montana anyway, and that's how we were going. Um, yeah. <laughs> like I said, you're, you're yep. 2,500 miles closer once you're in Montana. <laughs> um, right, yeah. yeah. Oh, but uh, I would – my dad, like I said, the dude's donated all his time. He would actually drive from South Dakota or Montana to New York. Um, and I actually yeah. have never done that drive with him. Um, I okay. would fly home, yep. go to work or go to college, go to school, um, fly yep. into – buffalo i think and then and then race um but then i would help right. him drive all the way home which was but it's got to be damn near four thousand miles though isn't it or I, maybe uh, my geography is awful I'm, but is it 3500 i don't know it's, it's probably like close to 3000 3500 we miles. could map it i'm not sure um i know montana is kind of like halfway and it's 2500 so i mean half the, that's 5000 4000 um but it just sucks that you're in california because it's like it's great for your races there but you know, like us, we always think it's so bad, our drives from Wisconsin, but we're in the middle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we, you know, it's like we don't we, we don't have the drive that you do to go. If you had to go from Cal- the Bay Area to New Hampshire, 
no bueno. That's 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 crazy. No, it's gnarly. Know? But like I said, we we were already in Montana. We drive there, so then you look at it that way. You're kind of halfway already. You're you're gonna make the trip, and it's it's worthwhile. And then it seemed like there would be a Billings race the following weekend, and we'd 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 hit Billings in Montana on the way home from New York. Um, and just right. just do them. But man, it's it's worth it. But it's just such a commitment. That's what I'm getting at. Is just. So it's, I was way off. I'm sorry. God, I barely graduated high school. It's 2,714 miles from San Francisco to Danville, New York. How many hours? So, hell, that's nothing. What am I talking about? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. It says one day, 14 hours. Ah, you can shave two hours off of that. No problem. So, well, yeah, those, those are just suggested times, right? Right. But it's like people <laughs> listening, they don't, I mean, people that do it understand, but. That travel is, it's a killer. Like, cause it's, it's diesel in your rig. It's the time away from work. God forbid something goes wrong. It just sucks when you're traveling and you're, there's nothing worse than when you're traveling and you hear a effing oh, noise, you know, oh, it's like, man. what the F is, please don't be an important bearing. If that's the first <laughs> thought out of my mind, the first time I ever rode or drove Sapala's Mercedes van that they don't have anymore. The very first driving that I got to do, I get in it, boom, turbo goes out. Oh, oh shit. Feel about that big. And then. Way to go, Joel. Yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> I, I'm the only person that ever ran Todd's Ford out of diesel twice on the same trip, and I took the turbo <laughs> out of their van. I don't even know how, why they allow me to go in there, you know? But well, these are the things that we all experience. And I used, I mean, it's no fun, but that makes it a goddamn adventure, uh, you know? It yeah. just. It, it, like figuring it out. I mean, the the worst trip we ever had to Cali, it was just a nightmare. But I look back at it now and it just, you had to figure it out. And I, I just love that part. Like, you got to figure it out. We got to get home. We got to go to work, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you never put a gasoline in a diesel engine, though, did you, Joel? <laughs> no. <laughs> not, we, hey, cowboy, not our, yet. <laughs> we, we had that happen on one of our trips in oh, Cleveland. No. <laughs> we stopped to fill up and, uh, I don't know you got Colby Primer was Jeff Whitehead. Yeah. Used to do the photography. Well, we stopped and he said he'd pay for that fuel. And he filled it up and come out and Todd, luckily Phil's brother Todd looked at the receipt before he started the truck up and he went, uh, who's the asshole that put gasoline in the fucking diesel? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Good. For, 45 gallons of gasoline oh, into the no. diesel tank. Oh, no. Ouch. We, had, we unhooked the trailer at the pump. <laughs> I don't un, unhook the battery or something, so then turn the pump on in the in the truck, put it in neutral, pushed it out of the way, <laughs> called someone to come move the trailer. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So we were stuck in Cleveland for an extra day. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. That, uh, okay. So uh, in true nitro and mud fashion here, sorry, Logan, sorry. And, and to the people listening, <laughs> are we going to see you at any AMA races oh. this year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got way off. That's bro. my fault. Oh, it happens. <laughs> yeah, we, we do it. That's, that's, that's all on me. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, Colby. Uh, um, I, I I would expect at least one. Um, not sure. How, we haven't okay. figured all the logistics out. Um, but I I would expect at least one. I know Matt's really pushing hard. Um, and so uh, like I said, I, I'm I, I'm game to go. Um, so I don't. 
Awesome. My dog driving out or um, whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, cool. Well, I got to tell you, when you sent me that message, I oh. was beyond stoked that, yeah. to have you come in full season. But, dude, I will take at least uh, one. Like, just like, <laughs> dude, I want to see your face over there so bad. And any other West Coast guys that are dabbling with it, just come oh, yeah. check it out. I mean, you've you seen come the lots of cash kids are holding in pictures. I mean, in the hills, it's just, it's a di- different atmosphere. It's it's different hills. It's everything's different. But I think you guys will adapt, and I know you'll hey, like it. Yeah, and like, uh, Joel, I wanted to, actually, you guys are the right people to ask. I wanted to touch in, um, with with the AMA, though, with the rules, um, do you have to ride a different bike for the twins class and the unlimited class? This now year you do, you yes. Do now. Yeah. Yep. It, this last year, now year you, you could ride both, but they, it was only a two year exemption. And now this year, no more exemption. So okay. you can't, and they've never been able to jump classes before. Well, let so, me yeah. ask you this. What if I ride my 1290 in the twins class in that class, right? I go yep. sign up and ride joe shipman's jixer 1000 in the unlimited class and joe rides my 1290 in the unlimited class yeah you, you can't share bike bikes. Nope. yeah yeah you can't share bikes yep. either so yep. yeah if the bike sign up in one class you can't it can't run in the other class but back channel logan we heard that that 1290 on methanol from heavy wrenching they might need somebody to run it in east coast yeah i was talking to him yeah. about that yeah I don't, I, so I mean, yeah, you already have one twelve ninety. You might there might be some similarities there that you could you know <laughs> transfer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and your not? plastics yeah. would bolt right on that. Yeah, know, bitch. You'd probably yeah. you'd probably be like, if we could just get this thing to run like mine, we'd have something because yours runs like a freaking AC. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's probably a couple four cylinder nitro bikes floating around that don't have uh, butts in the seats. So. Hey, um, I, I'm. I'm game for that. Um, I, um, I haven't got the, the invite any from to ride that 1290. So I'm suspecting, uh, I won't. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Gotcha. You gotta just take what you deserve, <laughs> man. Yeah. He's looking yeah. for someone to pull the plug. Yeah. I think it's a bummer that you couldn't, uh, made one last year. Cause you could have jumped from the twins to the premiere yeah. and your bike is, Competitive, you know, obviously the rules were different last and that's year, but I th- about de sleeving the thing and making it a, a true eleven ninety, and then then I, but it right. just yeah, I mean yeah. So I mean, just to give you like a little bit of how it goes, Logan, like the AMA or no American Hill Climb, it's different than what the Rockwell and I'm not. I've only done a couple Naha races, so they're a little different. I haven't done Columbus, and I know that's their big deal. But the eight, the American Hill Climb, it's only a three hour yeah. show. Like when you're you're there, you're only racing for three cool. to maybe three and a half hours. Kind of like, Pogues. but the thing, yeah. But the thing is, yeah, it's yeah, kind of like Pogues. It's very similar to Pogues, but they structure the payout to the classes, and I can't remember the exact, but I think it was forty percent was the twins, and I think it might have been. Uh, 45 or 50 percent for the premiere and then like 10 percent to the 450 okay. so you really don't make the money on the 450 it's the premiere class gets the lion's share of the money but the twins gets a big chunk yeah. of it though you know and it's all 
based on crowd and devil staircase it's got a hundred thousand people there whatever the hell it is it's a flipping ocean of people i mean it's unbelievable that that that's an experience where if you're going to come out and only make one or two east i would say for that show experience and just riding for like a like you've done at x games for a huge crowd that's yeah. devils now that yeah. hill is not as technical but freemansburg also, yeah. is technical hill and they yep. get a they get a very big crowd there oh, yeah. i've only been to freemansburg three times and every time there's people waiting in line for the gates to open yeah. for that hill yeah. i mean they get a crowd and it's fun you would love that hill and you it's steep it's technical logan mead loves steep and he loves technical i know that i've seen your eye you, you'd be <laughs> yeah. great there those are the two and, it, and those are definitely the two on the on the bucket list so Awesome. And he likes big road gaps, and that's what you got at Freemansburg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the best part about Freemansburg is there's no jiggy ass square edge you got to get over. It's just you need to fly as far as possible. That's that's Freemansburg. <laughs> yep. You got to land on the yep. power. Yeah. No stranger to I've, that. I've seen pretty gnarly videos. <laughs> yeah. If you're not on the power, you're going down. Yep. What's that but one? Yeah. I think yeah. Jay's launched his uh, one of the nitro bikes pretty far in uh, Freemansburg and and totally hit and got yeah. all crossed up and and I was like, oof, man, that that looked gnarly. Yep. Yeah. Mm. That dirt's like it's really weird. It's like soft but heavy. It's the yeah. the like when I watched all the videos before I went, I thought, oh, it's super dry and sugary. And then when I got there, there was like weight to the the loam of it. And there's tons of traction. Like I couldn't even, I put the little, my little super Duke as far as I could. I put the paddle on it. I never got to let the clutch out because it was just so much. How meat that, if you don't mind me asking, what's, uh, how long can huh? you go on that bike? I can only go to 74 on my super Duke. And that I had a, I had a three and a half offset Viper on there. And I was thinking about going to back cause I just used to run a 2.15 dominator. And I was thinking about just going back because it was too damn much, you know. And but that bike, it just doesn't have the power. It, it's it's better for me just to run an M5B and a three and a half inch rim than it is a paddle. I mean, I don't know why, but it just works almost as damn good. Is that you know? what you're saying? Are you what? doubting the the V twin power? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. But I, I'm I'm thirty percent down. I got a nine ninety. You got twelve ninety. I got nothing. I'm just I got a little baby twin. I'm like the I'm, I got like the starter twin. I'm like the the starter twin pack. That's what I got. You got the the rutted racing, the little twin. You know. But I know I, I, you know what it's like. Just trying to figure those setups, and then I'm dealing on my my bike. I'm dealing with old technology. That's chassis super old everything's old on it just sucks you know i gotta start i'm, I'm building new logan i'm getting better i'm gonna have a new one i'm pumped yeah well you might have known if kirk gets to yours and building everybody else's bikes right now <laughs> yeah i don't know if it'll happen this year i really don't and i don't care because when i get it it's gonna be perfect so i'm yeah, willing to wait an you know anthony's got three bikes over there right now <laughs> you, yeah. you better get in line logan how many bikes do you have at kirk's i think everybody's got one or two bikes I mean there <laughs> not you <laughs> all right just check <laughs> dude one, one horsepower, question. but it's a little far <laughs> another I, i'm sorry I, this is it guys I, I just got one other thing so logan just the dynamic i love you and your dad i love watching and your builds are crazy like your big bore it inspired me to build a big bore 
I, I, I love, like, I don't know the exact package that you guys have, but I have my 490 Snowflake. I'm making it into a 520. Watching you ride that bike, it inspired me. I, it just, I love the way it delivers power. Your twin, I love that. I loved your Jixer, all your bikes. How the hell do you guys come together on a build? Do you, do you, is you and your dad kind of spitball ideas on directions you're going, or or how do you, how do you guys farm out these crazy ass bikes? Um, I don't know. I think uh, Logan Sapal and I both have kind of the same outlook. I've uh, came from um, road stock bikes very heavily growing up, so I always wanted my hill climb bike to be as close to my motocross bike you could say as it as you can. Um, and yeah. uh, the the power thing was kind of second. It was getting the bike to handle good first um and my dad um he's since i, I was in a car seat and I, I was in a car seat um sorry my getting a low battery married message uh okay <laughs> that's for me sorry i do i have that <laughs> uh i was in a car seat he uh d- really into off-road dune buggies um and like sandrails um cool. he's got like a niche for for building kind of high, high horsepower things into, into something with a lot of suspension and going out in the desert and, and tearing shit up. Um, so between the two of us and then, uh, like I did, I, we didn't talk about this. I think everybody knows I rode for team Peterson for a long time and, um, man, what, a, what a Carrie's probably a little resentful, but man, what a wealth of knowledge I was able to, uh, acquire wow. from that. Um, and, okay. uh, kind of get some of their secrets and, and what you need to do to, to build a, a competitive bike. Um, so yeah. I think there's a lot of factors that go into it, but, um, like I said, my dad's pretty cool and, and open to possibilities, um, for, for having me tell him what I want. Um, and, uh, all right, you know, um, Hey, I'll, I'll get the things to run, right. You, uh, you go figure out what you want to do with suspension. Um, so I got to send the rear shock back 10 times to get the thing to work right on that 750. Uh, and, right. and just and, and game for that stuff um so and it just seems like you do work so well together because when i watched you ride your 750 and that you were really long and and this is just me i'm probably i'm probably way off but it seemed like your suspension was slack and you let that tire just go ape shit like that tire was just going nuts and you were just all the way revved out all the time but your body position was where you'd go and that tire would find yeah. you but on your 1290, that sucker, you're just laying, you're just laying the meat. That tire's right on your ass, and you just put the wood right where you want it all the time. Those are completely different riding styles. I mean, that is, I can't, you can't get more opposite in a bike than that. And I, the the way that you two adapted between those two, because you won on yep. both. I mean, that's unheard of to win on two completely different styles like that. That takes a team. Yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't it's crazy you that's know? really funny that you noticed that but uh you're, you're right that 1290 is set up completely different from what i've done in the past the whole chassis and everything else is a, a, a stiff a stiffer package i think i would say but um yeah. i didn't everybody thinks i did i didn't grow up with a motocross background um we were okay. trail riding going out to the desert going out wherever my dad had his doom buggy and and uh i got tired of riding the doom buggy so i rode rode a dirt bike um and we'd Go out right. every weekend we're kind of anti-racing actually um but we just grew up trail riding so i always grew up on kind of trail bikes with softer suspension um and would be out at these hill climbs and stuff so that's kind of how i set myself up but then 
as I right. matured as a rider, I realized the importance of motocross. And uh, as soon as I got my license, 16 years old, I, I, I was taking myself, you know, I'd get out at noon on Wednesdays or something out of high school and I, I'd go to the motocross track and, and, and train because I saw um, what, what it did to your, your body position, your riding style. And, and to be able to bring both yeah. um, kind of styles of riding into one makes you a well-rounded rider. But also I think in the sport we're at right now is, I mean, look who's winning. Look at, um, look, look what's going on. And, uh, I think you gotta be able to, to, to be able to make up time in the motocross section and then be able to have the, the hill climb atmosphere too. So roundabout way of answering, it, um, uh, the 1290 is a lot stiffer and it's set up different. Um, I, my riding right. style has kind of changed as, as well too. Um, I used to right. like that softer style and you would, uh, yeah, run the thing long and soft. It'd just be this kind of mush bucket, I'd call it. But uh, all those square edges and, and little bumps, it would soak up well, and you could just hold the thing wide open, and, and it, would, it would work. But um, right. started to change my riding style a little bit, and we're, we're going into this stuff so much faster now. Oh, you know, uh, Logan and I talk a little bit, and he's just like, dude, uh, I see your stuff is still a little softer than his now because he's more set up for East. Um, right. But – we're just going into these ledges so damn fast and in these else oh, and uh the the, the bike's got to be stiffer i mean there's no way to get around it and it sucks don't work yeah. as well and kind of some of the choppy stuff but you gotta your riding yeah. style for that yeah and yeah. i mean would you agree there's no replacement for time on bike? no none at all and we watch you i'm a fan of yours on insta and we see you out riding weekly my bud Logan Sapal is riding weekly. You're watching these guys, a competitor of yours, Jake Anstent. That guy's got thousands of hours on a bike. Yeah. You know, like you can't replace that. You know, like your talent supersedes everything. And that's bike skills and that's time on the freaking bike, you know? That and, and mental too. Um, when you're when you're sitting there at the bottom of the line. <laughs> I, I, I heard you mention this. I've seen guys that just go never ride and, and, Phil, Phil Lippard, I, I've heard you, like I never rides and just goes and, and, and lays it down. Um, but when I'm right. sitting there at the line, if, if I know I've been working my ass off and, and, and putting time on the bike, I just like, the confidence is just there. Um, so that's yeah. what I need. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's what works oh, for, me. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and that's, I was the only thing I was going to ask you too, Colby, Cowboy, am I all right? I'm sorry. I'm kind of not. You're, you're good. All right. Just but just guy, roll with it, like, bud. Dude, like so many people look up to you, and like you, there's there's basically a five pack of hill climbers. You're one of them, you know, for the whole country. Kids, old guys, me. I mean, a lot of us look up to you. But you went through a pretty nasty injury with your knee. Like it's so hard mentally to trust your damn body again. Isn't oh yeah. It? And oh, yeah. where are you at now with that? Are are you feeling like you're you're fully trust back into your body? Are you? Are you bought in? Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people don't know. I was actually dealing with another knee injury on my other knee last year. Um, kind of kept, kind of kept oh, it under geez. wraps. I realized I got an MRI and I, uh, it's not in the deck of the cards to get it fixed right now. Um, but I think just knowing in the back of my head that I had an issue with my knee was almost yeah. like part of the problem. Um, yeah. um, I mean, I was riding well. Um, I just don't think I was riding flawless how i'm accustomed to um dude you, you didn't have the eye of the tire tiger last year like when i've watched you before like when you took off you knew you were yeah. gonna win right yeah and yep. i didn't see that from you last year i was wondering if something was yeah wrong. yeah because like it, you can't you can't disguise it like it you know like 
you either got the eye of the tiger, you're going to win that some bitch or yeah. you don't, you know, it's like, there's no, you can't, you can't be halfway. You know? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, unfortunately I think hill climbing is just a, a shot in the dark sometimes anyway. So you're almost used to accepting the fact that, Oh man, I only get two runs and <laughs> shit happens. So I, I, I've got older and just accepted that, uh, you, know, you can't always do good. We're here to have fun type of deal, but no, I was dealing with a little bit of a, a knee injury. I, I, I got a, another partial tear in my, my left ACL. Um, and it was more, I was just yeah. like, just disappointed in myself. I'm like, man, we're doing this again on another knee. Like, God damn it. Um, right. and, and just like, all right, well, you know, I'm making, making a decent amount of money at work. Like it is what it is. Um, and then yeah. something kind of switched. I went and talked to my doctor and saying, Hey, you know, this, you don't need to get these things repaired. You can, you can do the work and, and strengthen the muscles around the knee, um, and get them to work the way, oh, the way yeah. they should. And, um, I kind of got my knee brace adjusted a little bit. So it's, um, the, the lockout range of motions a little less. Um, and just, just hearing that with the, the little bit of, Hey, you know, Go, go race. You're, you know, you're 27 years old. Um, I don't think you're going to do any long-term damage type deal. Um, was, was really yeah. nice to hear. And that's kind of what, uh, rekindled the fire a little bit. So I've been, been putting in right. a shitload of time at the gym and, uh, trying to work out and, uh, just get that, get that strengthened. I don't, I don't know what it is, dude. Uh, my dad's got shitty knees too. He's done his ACL, but I, I think I'm disproportionate. I have a, I have a really small torso and super long legs. So my, 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 my knees or something are just like, just. So if, if you would have been in a moto, that. I feel yeah, if you would have been in a moto, you would have been like a whoop specialist then, right? Cause yeah. you just had all the leg, you had your, all your own system. What are those memes that Ricky Carmichael just can't, can't stop saying, man, look at those guys, long legs and the whoops, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so man, well, do you get to like, Fix autoclaves under the table. They get like knee surgeries for on the cheap or what? Um, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, I think that get, get the wheel and deal. Level, but actually, I did have ingrown toenails a little while ago, and I, I knew knew a surgeon, so we we did trade some work to get my my ingrown toenails cut off. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's awesome! Hell yeah, that's what makes Hell the world yeah. go around yeah. right there. That's I awesome. love that horse that yeah. horse trade. Scratch yeah. my back, I'll scratch yours uh, type deal. Um, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but cool. no 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 side work. You can't can't be doing that. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I just wanted to circle back a little bit. You said Carrie might be a little resentful after having you on the team and the knowledge you gained off of riding for them. Uh, maybe a two-parter here. You know Carrie's stoked to have you on there, and he's stoked that any knowledge you might have gained off of riding for him is a plus for the sport, and he's an ambassador for growing the sport, so you know he's he's pumped on anything you might have learned on that. He's not... He's not holding any grudges there. But what was it like riding for that team? I know we've had some other Team Peterson guys on here, and we've heard their perspectives. But, I mean, what did you all get out of that besides, you know, bike building knowledge? Yeah, and uh, I, yeah that, was, that was a comment. I don't know. I have a pretty dry sense of humor. Um, I didn't – I mean, more just joking around. <laughs> um, I, I don't think – I think yeah. you're exactly right. Kerry is 100% – a Logan Mead fan, you know, um, just what the level I can bring and publicity and professionalism and, and whatever else. So I think no matter what, he's always been in my corner and I think he always will be, um, which is super cool, but I meant more resentful, you know, it's, a uh, 
sucks when you're not riding for the guy anymore and then you're, you're of course you're right yeah, yeah. That, that's, what that's what i was right. getting at um no I, all, I got you we've all had yeah. employees that we've put uh, energy into and then they go off to work for the yeah yeah right? you, you hate to put money into yeah i mean um the, the wealth of knowledge that that comes from riding with them was uh huge so that 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 was the biggest thing but i think more what you're asking for is how was it for me personally um i felt so much pressure to win um and and no no disrespect to to carry or anything else um and actually i think the atmosphere has changed a little bit since then um but i was young um they picked me up robbie met me at carnegie when i was 16 years old um and, and picked me up and started riding and i i have never been to a pro race outside of Carnegie until I rode for team Peterson. Um, so then, hmm, you know, I wow. started traveling okay. and riding for these guys and man, I, I, I just felt a lot of pressure to win. And then also, um, I mean, I've became pretty familiar with this, but, uh, when you're sponsored by people, you have to run their product. Um, and whether or not the, product suits your needs the best um and right, so right, some of that sure. stuff just didn't align with yep. me and um yeah and it's hard to say something negative when people are no exactly exactly yeah, um so you know, no there's there's way more positive takeouts from negatives but it just ended up being at the point to where um local guys max simmons and casey Curtin, who i was friends with anyway and they were already kind of like paying my dad some money to go to because he was driving all back to the races anyway so they're paying him to to go to the races um and then i was wheeling my bikes over from my trailer over to team peterson and got to the point where it's like you know hey we're um let's do this ourselves um we're, and we're already yeah, here and, uh, <laughs> and I, it took a little bit of loss like sponsorship wise and, and stuff like that but i think i started doing so much better because i was having fun i was jiving with my dad driving with the teammate yeah. Less pressure. Um, able, able to kind of post the stuff on social media with, uh, you know, drinking a beer or whatever, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this my way. Um, and I think there's a lot of, uh, self-righteousness that comes with that where you're like, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's do this thing. Um, so I, I think I mean, it, just, it, just, it felt right. So it was the right move for me to make, but. Well, I, I wasn't there when you were riding for team Peterson, but it's like, I'm there with you now when you're racing at a lot of the races. And the one thing that you miss out on is when you tear off that freaking smoker of a run, I get to watch your modest ass dad turn around, not make a big deal out of it. Walk over. I'll give him a fist bump or something and be like, good ride, dad. You know, the pride in your dad's face is infectious. Your dad is so proud of you. And I'll also say, even if you don't have the best ride, your dad is always proud of you, but, it's so damn fun to watch your dad just light up when everything works that you guys have been working on. Oh. <laughs> and I'm sure that's where you're going down the return trail, just going, woo! <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, and uh, I think there's a lot more. Um, it's, it's a little more rewarding for, for him, um, knowing that it's kind of something that we built together. Uh, for sure. Right. Hell yeah. Yeah, totally. Hell yeah. Yeah, I always love getting my GoPros back from you at the end of a race. <laughs> your, your excitement level when you know you did good at the top of the hill is super cool. You and Jake Anstett both have it 
and I love it. I, love I don't it. know anybody that. Uh, yeah, any, anybody that knows when you when you get to the top of the hill, it's uh, there's not a lot of people up there, and you got your bike around, and the thing's usually fucking hot or whatever else. Um, but you, you can let yeah. out a little emotion and and, and and not not get called out for it. <laughs> Yeah, hey, no, Colby, that's awesome. Except when Colby's got the GoPro on. Colby, now is the perfect time for tell everybody about all the GoPro footage you got from me. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Is it on? <laughs> you would be surprised. <laughs> How many guys I put GoPros on and they take JPEGs all day? I'm like, or, God damn no, it. It's, it's the and then he goes to the run and, and turns it off. Right yeah, it turns down. it off. Yep, yeah. 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 Um, uh, Northwest Nitro Nationals, I had Jake running one all day. <laughs> he had it on while he was in the rig taking a piss and all the shit. It didn't show anything. It didn't. You know, it didn't show that angle, thank God, because I'm, right, I'm watching this shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, he's going into the bathroom. Fast forward, fast forward. And then, you know, gets on the bike, rides it up to the line, yeah. turns it off. I'm like, well, at least I got him taking a piss. So just saying you have, you have hours and hours of blooper footage and blackmail footage. Yeah. Well, Colby, if, all, if yeah. you just want the guys taking a piss, I don't want your GoPro. Okay, that's... Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I'm I think after. there's a meme okay, page. Yeah, you yeah. probably make that useful somewhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Again, oh, I don't I don't know the clown run on that page, but oh, the dude oh, let's, hope, let's hope fire. he listens to the show. That dude is on fire. Uh, I I I hope it's my buddy Jason yeah. Northrup. That's who I yeah. think it is. Send me, send me the link. I'll send you some yeah, good stuff. I thought, stuff. It, was Joe, I thought yeah. it was their uh, Joe Shipman, but I don't know. Oh, that, it Ooh. could be, man. It could be Joe. I, no, I think it's one nine nine sucks or one nineteen sucks. That, it's probably one one nine sucks. Speaking of that, I, 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 um, this this East Coast thing got me all screwed up there um, with the timing wise, and uh, we were having some beers the other night, and I I didn't change my picks this last weekend. It didn't yeah, matter. You're in second still, dude. You're crushing it. You hey, nice. you gotta go after Big Thunder. He's yeah. leading. You're right there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for being one of our fast guy, featured fast guys on there, dude. That's oh, awesome. Man. People have been so jacked to race I love with you. It. I love it. it. It's cool having those guys up in that in that top five hundred bracket and might smell a chance to get some uh JS5 extensions on that factory edition KTM at the end of the year. Yeah, Logan, you're in 643rd place overall out of every. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, that is like you are. You're like 025 percent. That's that well, you're way the craziest up there. thing is I've been doing this this fantasy thing for the last couple of years, and I've always I try to get real tactical with this thing, and in this year it's kind of paying off. In the last year it just it screwed me. So hey, you know what? I'll take back again. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, oh, I think the it. object of the game is to just set five fast dudes at round Leo. one and just leave it. <laughs> yep, just yeah, leave it. Go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just see what happens. Coming up, and now, now I think I've got to change my stuff around, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's man. such oh, a crapshoot. It's fun dude, though. The freaking super how, fast. How nice. good was that? Um, I was, I was so impressed with. Uh, Jason Anderson last weekend walked, walked it Yeah, up. dude. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, the back and forth were just oh, for good race with him and Tomac. Uh, I'm talking Yeah. Yeah. 
clean, clean good, just defensive. But I mean, I don't think they made contact. They were just just no. racing, and then to yeah. see Jason clearly was a faster guy at the end of the day. But to have Tomac, yeah. you you almost watch like is that their their fitness coming into play where he could make the charge early and then realize Anderson was going to hold him off, and then it, it. I was I was at the end of my seat, like just my palms were sweating watching this thing, yeah. dude. Yeah, that's yeah. I I, I I forget which moto it was, but when they went back and forth like three times in a row, I was just like screaming, yeah. like, "What the hell?" You no. don't see that too nope. often anymore. So no, it was really cool to see that. Nope. No, that was awesome. That that intensity, yeah, really cool. Oh man, just so far really watching cool. it. Yeah, sorry, Jamie Deer's gonna get mad. He ain't listening anyway. Huh? Yeah, no, he don't. Yeah. He, he don't <laughs> listen to the show. It's off season. This is what yeah. we do. It's off season. He's, he's violating a watermelon. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, or eating a tofu burger. Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> me and that guy. That's probably why he's so ornery. Me and that guy both. I've been doing a little dieting <laughs> too recently, and man, you do. I just noticed my. Uh, I'm just hangry all, all day long. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. All right, boys. You got anything else for Logan? Uh, we got hours of conversation. Oh, I'm sure here, we but, do. But yeah, it's yeah. No. Can we check in with you with the when the race season starts here in a month? Can we check in with you from time to yes, time? Yes, Joe. You asked me this. I think three times now. I say yes every time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. I love it. All right. Just it is good. Sure. Day for you hey, our listeners oh. want to know. Hey, what, the show's growing and getting big enough. These guys can't say no when we want to check I in like with that. them at race or season. You, or yeah. you can. <laughs> they they have to come on the show. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. No, you can't say no because Joe just pester you like a little fanboy yeah. all day long. That's right. I, I, I am persistent. I am persistent. <laughs> I'll just stand outside your trailer. You got to come on yeah. at some point. No, no more spark bugs for Joel. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Oh, hell. Well, dude, thanks for being on with us. Thanks for the stories. So pumped to race with you in a month. Man, just can't wait. Yeah. All right. Hope to see you out east for at least one, buddy. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. We want to see you out yeah, here for one. We'll be there. Maybe if I get that AMA championship, I can finally get that uh, that Tusk Kobe Marble painted helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that is no longer, no, so that ain't happening. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work on something no, I'll, else. I'm going to take the monster one before that one anyway, so don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I, like I would, yeah. I would take that too, yeah, buddy. I think that's a good idea. Get that monster <laughs> helmet. I wish you the best of luck right on that on. journey. All right, thanks, thanks Logan. Thanks, Logan. Thanks, Logan. Awesome to hear from cool. you, buddy. Oh yeah. man, damn, that was some fun shit, oh, man. I've been looking forward to that for weeks, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of his. Man, when I said I was excited when he told me he was coming out east, that's an understatement. I was because yeah. I got the call. Yeah. He he video chat called me while um. At in the U.S. Bank Stadium, you know, Gates about to drop for 250 class, and trying to hear him, he's trying to hear me, and it was all chaotic. And then he finally, like, we hung up, and he messaged me. He's like, "Dude, I'm coming out east. We got to get on the show." I'm like, "Let's work this out. I'll figure it out." But yeah, um, bummed it's not going to work out the way he originally thought. But if yeah. we can at least get to one, I'm going to be happy. When you yeah. said that, just so he can experience it, and then yeah. you know, maybe it'll sell him on the, the previous season or. Whatever you it's know, just, yeah, he gets he gets the one. He'll get hooked and want to come out. I mean, especially it, yeah. if like if Dayton's the one he goes and he 
yeah. you know, does good and gets that water. Yeah. Water ones for the strip club. I get that the long drive is going to be a pain oh. in the ass, but I think the short show and the amount of money you make will be the selling point on there. You know, like yeah. it's not a two day event. You don't got to qualify. It's just come in race, go home. And, and yep. it's, it's not the long drive. Everybody's okay to do it. It's the back and forth. Like he'd come sure. out here for a section probably and do it and then fly back and forth. Cause that's doable. It's mm-hmm. the, if you got to come out here one week, but then you got to be back the next and back. There's no time you can't. But that's the thing. He's got two other series to, to exactly. ride at the same time. No, so that's, you can't that's do the thing. Out here. Just, yeah, you can't. Yeah. That's that's what I was saying. Yeah. It's it's you know mm-hmm. they're willing to do what they got to do. It's just there's not the time available to them to do it. You know, it's no. It's there's, so they got to borrow Logan's time machine. Well, that's where Logan doesn't realize that he's <laughs> Logan Sapala is centrally located. So unfortunately, it is doable for him for a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know? but, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I'm sorry, guys, that I asked so many dang questions. But I've just been such a fan for no. so long, and you know, I, I'm I'm a real fan of his dad, like Rick. He, yeah, he's Rick just is a, super cool. God, he's just a. I mean, I don't know them that well. It's not like I, but you, when you meet somebody, you can pick out good people from bad. And God dang, yep. is Rick a good guy? And it's so fun. Yep. I, I mean, I just love watching families racing. I ride with the Sapalas. I get to see Todd and Luke and Logan and Bobby and everybody. And it's just, it's fun. Like Rick works his ass off for Logan's mm-hmm. bikes and they do so well together. And I really was hoping that we could get a little bit more out of them. Like how they personally talk about stuff because God dang it. I, like we had mentioned, I heard some F-bombs at Billings the one day, you know, I heard just a boy just F-bombing his dad. And it's like, that that dad, he he could be anywhere else. He could be out on a golf trip. He could be anywhere. He's there helping you race, right? Yep. Don't do that. Like don't no, don't. don't disrespect your dad. Like it, just because you guys have the wherewithal to be there doesn't mean you it's entitled to you. You know. And yeah, it, it's 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 hard for somebody that I love my dad and my dad loves me and he's great, but he's got his own things he's got to do. He can't be there like these other people can. And you see it when it's not there, you know, and it, I just, I respect the hell out of the Meads because they're just great people. And it's, it's fun watching that team aspect compete at the highest level, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe some of these dads need to get a four by four after their kids and they won't disrespect them. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it when you said Anthony might've handed your dad the four by four. If it wasn't him, it was probably his dad. <laughs> Oh, that's good times, man. Oh uh, man. We had a we had a time at, at Freemansburg and I'm standing there talking with Anthony and I put a put a chew in and stuff. I'm like 18, 19 years old. Right? Craig comes up to me, he's like, you know, you ought to take that out. Your mom don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> like, yep, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll hide I'll hide better. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're gonna put this a, we'll call this an upper. We'll put an upper end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fat uh, lip. Oh. No, but yeah, like I said, those guys are so generous at the races. That's always like their pit is an extension of mine, you know. It's just Yep. That's as soon cool. as I get there, they're offering food, beers and waters, whatever you could possibly need. They're just super cool. Yeah, and, and that's just the cool thing about hill climb in general. A lot of the families and the yeah. pits and the teams. Well, yeah, they're not the like only that. ones by any means, but you know, they've definitely helped me out a lot 
out west when I'm out of my element and don't know anybody, and they just took me in like yeah. on their own. So it's super cool. I was trying to figure out how to fold it in, but you know they have that big, really cool toter home trailer. It's all graphic up, Team Unlimited on the side of it. Yep. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool for the people at races. That's theirs. That's to me, it's rig. It's it's pretty cool. And uh, we were coming, we were at Billings, and I was with Kirk. We were pulling in, and we were in like our. I think it might have been his truck and my trailer or something, which is nothing, nothing like the Meads rig, obviously, you know, or whatever. And it, could you even see your truck and trailer between there? We could, but it was so funny because Kirk's not a man of many words. But we were driving by and Team Unlimited. This is probably six years ago. I don't know. And he's like, "I guess we're Team Limited." <laughs> team Limited. <laughs> and I'm like. Yep, we're Team Limited. That's for damn sure. We're not Team Unlimited. We're Team Limited. That's we were we were Team Limited for many years. That was us. That was we're limited on a lot of things. We're limited on time. We're limited on trailer space. We're limited on trailer tires. We were limited on a lot of things. We were not Team Unlimited. Nice. That's for sure. Not limited on horsepower though. No, no, we had we had plenty of that. We had we had plenty of that. That that's the one thing you don't want to be limited on. No. Right? Oh, there, no, horsepower. No, but Kirk kind of coined that one. God dang it! He about, I about I about rolled right out of the truck when we parked. I couldn't even God dang it! The guy, oh, I just I just drove a thousand miles with him, and he probably said about ten things to me, and that was one of them. That was pretty good. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Jesus. Oh hell, that's awesome. Oh, that was a good show, guys. That was yeah. that was a great show. Before we go, I got I want to mention bring up the uh, Nitro Mud Youth Team. Guys, if you're listening, you want to support and help these kids, get a hold of us on social media or email us at nitromud at gmail.com uh, for a spot on the shirt. Uh, like I said, name on the back, $100 a spot, sleeve, 250 breast, 500 and main sponsor is $1,000 for the main sponsor logo on the shirt. Yeah. If you're interested in helping out the youth kids, uh, let us go. Let us know, and we'll get your name on the shirt somewhere. It's how we're going to raise the funds this year. Yeah, and basically, what you're and, doing is you're buying smiles because you're you're yep, buying those kids right. smiles. That's what you're doing. You know? You're you're buying the kids and, smiles, and any kids out there that want to join and try and be part of the team, one more month, the end of the month, we're going to close out the team and pick the kids that we have that have entered. So get your entries into nitromud at gmail dot com so we can pick try and pick five fast kids for the team yeah like joel said you're not only buying the smiles though you're actually investing in the future of this sport yes. in general yeah. no, period yes i mean yeah, for sure yeah bringing these kids in and giving them an opportunity that they may not have had to win that amateur national title yeah, yeah. i mean if we don't I mean, do this i mean the future of hill climbing you know where's it going to go if we don't keep pushing it to the young guys keep yep. it going last year like, look, we you had, guys brought people to the amateur nationals that never would have been there without your guys nope help. and that's cool you know those yeah. people Good. they go back to their home and they talk about what they experienced to other people and they you know that's how it goes i mean and, it grows that yep. way you know yeah. And, and a lot of those kids, they want to come back, and they, they put in to try and do it again this year. Cool. Yeah. I mean, Logan Blankenship, little kid, he wants to 
launch at Logan wants another AMA title. Nice. Let's go. To go with Let's his go. go with his Naha title. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, everybody was and, so great. Such a yeah. good group of kids that you got going there. Hopefully we can do the same again this year. Right. Yeah, it was so fun having those kids and seeing them get to experience something they normally wouldn't have got to experience, especially the kids from from the West Coast. Yeah, Logan Blankenship, Payson Meeks. Yeah, you never see that at a, a District 23 Nationals. Or, I mean, a AMA National. Right. No, you never see kids from that far away. Usually no. you have kids from that district and that's your your youth classes or district kids right that's yeah. that's where i got confused sorry. and you know what yeah, Brandon, sorry. you know thanks to the sponsors that we have right now we are able we're trying to get better every week brandon went out and sourced we got all microphones that match we're hope we're trying to get our audio better and better and better we're trying to get this show to be really pleasurable to listen to so to the sponsors we have, they donated money to allow this to happen. Thank you. And thanks for this equipment that we got. Man, just a dang fun talking yeah. to racers. God dang it. Yep. Yeah. It is. And to the people listening, let's uh, listen and boost. Let's try and get our uh, downloads and our listens up. We are at 9,000 when I checked before we started recording this show. So cool. let's try and hit, let's try and hit 10,000 downloads before the end of March. That'd be cool. We're getting there. We're getting there. That's almost the population, uh, devil staircase on race day, right? <laughs> yeah. Get everybody to listen to one podcast that devils were there. Right. Yeah, that's right. And everybody listens, share the hell to this on social media, share it to your people that aren't, aren't hill climb in the hill climb industry. Let's grow it yeah. to the fan base. Yeah, let's and, grow this and, thing. Complain about how annoying I am. We people love to hear that. We we're fine yeah. with that. We're okay. We understand. We know. Yeah, the dysfunctional part might be a good selling point yeah, to people. Yeah, Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it might be. I mean, I I might be a little biased, but I think we have a good little show going on here. It's fun. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's getting better every yeah. time. As long as you we don't have, have a lot check, of fun. As long as there's no fact checking, done, we're <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. I, mean, I try to keep on top of you guys, but I don't even know all the facts. So it's just Colby. I can tell about two episodes ago when you threw the pencil up in there, you just gave up. You're like, yeah. I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm switching. I'm throwing the pencil down. Yeah. I'm switching to whiskey. Joel and Brandon, they're on yeah. their own. It's like, I'm, I'm just gonna let you dig that hole. <laughs> oh, well, that's fun. Uh, and that comes back to listeners too. You're listening, and you want to know anything. We'll do our best to answer any question. Or you hear that one of us says something wrong, let us know. And we will fix it on the show. Yeah, that reminds me. Uh, we got a little carried away there. Sorry, Joe Shipman. He had a question for Logan Mead. Oh. But I'm actually kind of confused on I don't know how maybe Naha works where you can pick your, your uh, King of the Hill bike. But he asked... What Logan would tell people that don't choose their their open bike for King of the Hill, but like AMA, it's whatever bike you qualified for King of the Hill on. What was you the, have to yeah. ride that bike? What was the question he asked, Gold? Let me pull her up here. He's us. What did or what do you say to people that don't choose their open bike for King of the Hill? Oh, uh, I you guys can't see it, but I got Logan on here. Can I just patch them through so we can answer that? Yeah, patch them through there <laughs> yeah. quick. Yeah, bro. If you're feeling it, you're feeling it. 
Okay, just leave me alone. How'd I do? Was that was that pretty good? Did I impersonate? Yeah, that that sounds about right. Oh, that was <laughs> terrible. That was the worst okay. impersonation ever. Sorry, Logan. <laughs> oh, it's like the the disclaimer when South Park airs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let me pull it up. And I did have we did have a rebuttal from last week from Dan Watson when I said about Dave's. Uh, Hill record at Muskegon. I was wrong on the time. It says Dave ran a 3.9 oh. at Muskegon. Wow. That was his last win before he got hurt. Jesus. So a 3.9. Sorry, I just missed the garbage can there. <laughs> Did your gosh oh, just right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> These new microphones. I, I, right when it was in the air, I was like, I didn't mute. I'm sorry. Bad day. Yeah, You're lucky so. it's the oh, end well, of the show. It happens. No, that's what makes the show great. Just when I almost went, made it through without you guys f-bombing me, and then the I first that. episode when you could hear you uh, shotgunning beers in the intro—that was the best. Yes, <laughs> I will do that again. Start if you guys welcome me back next season. I will do that again. So yes. I will make, I'm down for it. Why wait till next I, season? Well, I, after dark, I'm going to do the beer bong. We're all going to do it. We're going to get the yeah. last right. beer bongs, and we're all doing a beer bong. To start the after dark. Oh, I can't wait. Let's do it. Uh, oh, Jason man. Smith is going to be yeah. fire. That question, though, about not oh, riding great. your open bike in the King of the Hill or the championship runoff or whatever they, they so are. So that must be the the Billings race then, right, where they're talking about that? Because I know in at Rockwell, you can decide. If you multiple qualify, you get to pick which one you ride, okay. right? And. It is odd, but people sometimes don't pick their open bike. And I, I myself, I don't understand it either. But they, they, they used to structure the hill so that it was difficult to ride an open bike on it. So I will say that, like, I remember, the, I, I think I chronicled it way back, maybe on my first episode, when I got to watch Sean Cardwell win the Big Sky Championship runoff. He, like, ripped that open bike, his Super Duke at 1190, and he, like, floated a gap on that thing that shouldn't have been done in an open bike. But Sean's a big boy and can just toss that sucker around. Right. And I can definitely see where some of these, you know, NOS-injected big boars, where you choose that over open bike if the hill fits it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so, and sometimes with those open bikes, sometimes they're just, some days they're just not working right. I mean, yeah. they are 100% full custom built race bikes. They don't work perfect every day, or at least yeah. mine don't. Well, Maybe some people's do, but there's days where mine, it are, comes, they got issues, you know? Yeah. And it comes down to when you have, you know, those big horsepower bikes, especially like just taking on the East coast. Like there's times that when we had the extreme class and the unlimited class that, the smaller stream class bikes were turning faster times yeah. than the unlimited bikes right. no. because they could put all the power to the ground. Those big 1000 CC nitro burners don't get right. all that horsepower to the ground. And I mean, yeah, well, you got a, lot a, baby of, a lot of wasted power. Control. You know, like if you're, yeah. if you're like Aaron Pearson and you triple qualify for the championship runoff in the great American sick brag by the chance, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you triple flipping qualified for the championship runoff, but <laughs> it's mental. If you think you're faster on a bike, you're right. Right, so you got to go with what yeah. you feel. Yeah. You know, you pick yep. the bike you yep. feel your fastest on. You know, yeah. And it was fun. Like I, 
God, I've been really trying to get the angle on these fast guys, like how they like kind of trying to get into their minds. And you could tell like with Logan that that injury, it mentally has an effect on you. How can't it? All of yeah. us are susceptible to that. You, oh, it does. You know, it's so I mean, hard to come back from an injury. I wanted to say something about that. Um, just from my experience with snowboarding and stuff, I never got hurt on a dirt bike, you know, bad. I mean, obviously I did. I got knocked out pretty bad plenty of times but when you're young you're fearless and you just go for things and you don't understand what it's like until you actually you know take a heavy hit to where it's a broken bone or something right and then you it makes you start to think but then you guys you got guys like logan sapala who has had his guts literally spilled out yep and it didn't phase yeah. him one fucking bit so i mean i'm sure that's a, something in the back of his head Right. Sometimes, but I mean, it takes a different type of person to shut that part of your brain off and forget about that stuff. Where I don't have that because, yeah, I don't, I I don't have that, that ability. Stuff, you know, it's like yeah. once I hit the ground hard, it's like that's what I think about every time now. It's like that could happen again, and do I really want to go through that? And I'm that suffering again. I'm not a top level guy like Logan Mead, but I've been injured several times, and it's it's comforting when you break a bone because you can break it. You can go to the doctor, you can get it plated or pinned mm-hmm. or screwed or rotted. You go through your time, you look at an x-ray and they say, that, that the doctors always said to me, it's going to break to the left or the right. It'll never break there again unless it's devastating, you know? Mm-hmm. But those soft tissue injuries, ACL, right. MCL, shoulder, rotator cuff, there's no definitive, you're right. back to 100% again. Sometimes yep. now you never are. You, sometimes you never are. And how the hell can't that weigh on you mentally? Right. I mean, yep. they're not just going out, just hucking. Like, like they're, they're competing at the top level. You, you need to have everything right. They spend hundreds of hours making bikes, right. Making their setups, making everything. Like if, yep. if, if you have a, you know, that, that's oh, so tough. The mental part yeah. of it is so tough, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the other thing you have to do, you have to train your brain. You can, like, when I got hurt, I come back, like, I'm fine, I'm good to go. And there's just that un- unconscious moment where you just blip the throttle when you shouldn't because your right. fear takes over yeah. sometimes. And, like, and you have to learn to break that break that unconscious decision. Yeah, and just like mm-hmm. Colby said, before you get hurt, you don't think it's possible. You know? Yep. Yeah. Once you get hurt, yep. you realize, shit. <laughs> I'm not invincible. (laughs) God dang it. Well, I remember my, before I broke my first bone snowboarding, I was fearless. I was doing anything and everything. And then that first, you know, broken arm happened and it changed the whole, you know, my, the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. The first time you break a bone, you don't believe it unless it's like a compound fracture because it's never happened. And then yeah, well, my every, arm was bent like a Z pattern, so I, 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 I knew it. it wasn't poking out, but yeah. Is that yeah. off the like, – Oh, that shit, the, this the ain't right. <laughs> rail? Yep, yep. I saw it. Oh, yeah, that, there yep. was no questioning that. But, I mean, yep. for mortal people that don't do freaking X Games crap for their first injury, <laughs> when you break your first bone, it just hurts a lot, and you don't think it's yeah. really broken. And then when you go yep. look at the X-ray and it's broken, you're like, well, son of a bitch, I didn't think that was possible. You know? Yeah. Well, no, right. I mean, I broke my femur and didn't know anything was wrong. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Geez. Jesus. <laughs> like it, 
and it went down through my kneecap and I'm like, huh. Right. But then every other time after that, you've done that, you hear that pop, you know, I just broke a bone. Yeah. <laughs> There's no yeah. question after that first time, the <clears throat> second time I broke my femur, I knew instantly what happened when I broke my yeah. humerus, when I, everything like instantly, I know it's broke. Like <laughs> I bet a, I bet ten thousand dollars if some bitch is broke right now, you know. Yep. But with those those tendon injuries like ACLs yeah. and what have you, you want that confidence when you're riding that you know your leg isn't gonna bend the wrong way right. doing something yeah. stupid, you know. Yeah. And it's like, how do you know? Yeah. Yep. Even or, with or the shoulder injuries and everything, you know, it's just that's always in the back of your head. Even if you get the surgery and the doctor says you're good to go, right? It's still a mental mental block. That's so stupid too. Like I, I didn't, I, I didn't want to ask him. I hate talking about injuries and stuff because I don't want to bring it up. But I think when Logan Mead did his first knee two years ago or three years ago, I don't think it. I think it was just he planted wrong in a corner, and it's like, God dang it! Like that's not how it's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be yeah. some gnarly sin that you never should have did. Well, right. But and it, like Sean just, Cardwell at the top of Polk's Hole. Yeah. Just he didn't even crash, I don't think. He just put his leg down wrong, coming right. up weird, and don't yeah. there it is. Yep. And this it, it yep. The same thing with Logan. Doesn't it's usually those stupid little incidents that yep. Yep. that do you Logan in. Logan Peterson yep. down in Kansas, he just stabbed his foot off that landing and freaking tore his knee up, you know? It's like yeah. it just that's it's just how fragile we are and we don't realize what we're asking out of our bodies at every moment, you know? Yep. Yep. It's crazy. Sure is. All right. Colby, you want to bring in, mention those great sponsors one more time. And then we're going to let these people get back to their daily grind of life. Yeah. So get your ass over to redracing.com. Right. Use nitro 20. When you check out to get 20% off anything and everything off that website, Lace Belt Company, lacebelt.com, use discount code NITRO, that's N-I-T-R-O, for 15% off. BlackDiamondMX.com, use code NITROMUD15 for 15% off. Best graphics in the industry. Hey, Hands down. Congrats, Nick. He's a new papa again. Yes. Little baby girl. Yeah, nice. Congrats, Congratulations, Nick. Nick. Yes. That's awesome. I talked to him. He was in the hospital, Huge. and I said, hey, dude, just get first, get through that first black poop that they have, and you're, everything's good after that. He said he was already past it. So that's awesome. Right. Good job. Good. Yeah, congrats, Nick. Man, that's huge. That's life-changing yeah. right there. Uh, JS5 Extensions. Jason Smith, he's building some badass extensions, uh, one-off, custom-made, whatever you want, he can make it, get after it. Team Peterson Racing coming in huge for us this year. Thanks a lot to Carrie and the That's whole right. team, uh, Robbie and Brett, you guys rock. Uh, Mueller Motorsports, Kirk Mueller, Joel? Uh he made me – he put me on the podium in the AMA several times. Okay. So I'm, this is the I, tagline. He makes Joe Fowdy fast. Uh, <laughs> I have no talent. I I barely know how to operate a motorcycle, and he put me on the pod- podium multiple times in the AMA. Yes, yes. So 
Thanks, Kirk, and everybody. You guys all rock, and we really appreciate your support, and it really helps this show keep going. Thanks a lot. I think what we need to That's do right, is, guys. like, when we were talking to Anthony and he had bikes at Kirk's, we were supposed to talk to him in the pre-production meeting. Be like, yeah, I heard you have that fat guy from Wisconsin on the podium. And AMA, we're like, we're sending our crap there. That's that's our tagline. We need to go yeah. like back channel on this, you know? Yeah, that's cool. I didn't even know. You know, it's cool. He's got his bikes at Kirk's. That's, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. He won't regret it. But I guess no. I didn't realize he was in Michigan. I, I just thought he was an East Coaster. Right. Hey, uh, guys. Well, this is- Michigan's East Coast. What's up? <laughs> Michigan's East Coast. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's coast. Central. I don't even know it's a coast. There's a lake. There's, it's there's a, a coast. Lake, yeah. Michigan. It has two coasts. What are you talking about? I would consider Michigan Midwest, but maybe I'm yeah. just weird. I don't no, know. that's Midwest. Is Michigan, like the one mid. It's just like a mid state. Like we're Midwest. Minnesota, Wisconsin is Michigan. Just mid. They're not Midwest. Yeah. Just mid. Yeah. yeah. I think. Yeah, I think Michigan's mid. just Michigan. That's Michigan. I always no, they're just they're just the Michigan Midwest too. I don't know why we're considered Midwest, but. Uh, can I have a shout out for just something self fulfilling here, boys? Yep. Dude, Dean Stuper, Colby, my good bud. He had to put down his pup, Scrap. Scrap's a flipping oh, auto yeah. legend. That dog has done been everywhere with Dean. And uh, my yep. heart's out for Dean. But uh, Dean, he gave that puppy the best light, life it could ever have. And uh, man, if anybody that knows Dean, send him some messages because. Everybody knows how tight those two were. 16 years yep. old for a little Jack Russell. I mean, God dang it. I'm a, I'm a dog lover. Just so sad to see, but uh, they don't yep. live forever. That sucks you know? when you got to put a dog down. I grew yeah. up with that guy. Yeah, yeah. So, Scrappy. Scrappy. Yeah. Love you, man. Dean. Love you, man. All right, gentlemen. What an awesome show. Yeah. I hope everybody listening enjoyed it. Who cares? And we're going to sign off. We enjoyed Who it. Cares? Who cares? We enjoyed, we enjoyed it. it. Yeah. That's all that matters, right? Yeah. I don't even care if anyone's listening. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We had fun. That's right. Our sponsors, all right, guys. Too, though, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Everybody get out and support those sponsors, the people that support us, support Hill Climbing. Yep. Use those, use those codes. Get some great shit at a little bit of a discount you know i think yeah. kind of a pro rock, tip is rock the gear you go you save 15 percent at lace you save 15 percent at black diamond you save 20 percent at rutted once your order is done then you go order again it's like free money right yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you just you, you just you're free rolling at that point right yeah and like that you buy from all these sponsors you're gonna come out and you're gonna have the sickest looking pit and gear on you know, at any race you go to. If you got lace belt stuff on, if your graphics are black diamond and you're wearing rutted, there won't be a set of panties within 30 feet that stay up around you. It's, yeah. it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be trouble. Yeah. But how cool is it that they're either a hill climb based company or they support hill climbing. Yeah. It's not just no random sponsors, you know, right. We, we handpicked these guys and yeah. they came to us or what have you and it just correlates perfectly with their sports so ah, yes if, it does if you're going to support anybody support these guys right I'm well said that's right yep. hell yeah I'll second that alright guys peace out later guys peace peace